1: What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void
0: or Podcast.
1: That's right. Today, we're going to be talking about Critters 3 and 4 for the franchise, closing it out. We've been hopping through some franchises, huh? hmm I wonder what's next. I want to do the record that's fine franchise but i don't know we got some other stuff that i want to do i like i feel like we need to do some current shit too yeah, so I'm like
0: can we put a hold on the <laughs> on the franchises for a little bit
1: and for, by the way guys if you guys uh, come by every week uh or just stopping by this time next week we will not have an episode but we will be back for a great plots episode after that so you're gonna want to stick around i'll probably post some like old episodes or something that week so today's episode one twenty seven. We'll do Critters three and Critters four. So it's going to be interesting. I don't think Brittany's seen these uh, before, right?
0: No, I've <laughs> only seen the first one.
1: Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's right, yeah.
0: When I was, like, 11.
1: (laughs) So you got, like, a a fast-forward, like, education on the Critters franchise, which we got the new binge coming out soon, the TV show.
0: That's right.
1: I don't know when. I don't know if it's even completed or what's going on. I don't know how many episodes. I would assume it's probably, like, four or six or something like that. Probably. But I'm kind of anxious to see it because I want to see how well it does. Plus, there's been... You know some fan films and shit like that uh, out about it, so you guys might want to check that out. But, but how you been doing? Has uh, this week been good for you or what?
0: Mm. Meh, meh. Sorry. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh... It's
0: going by really fast. Figures because virally? No, really
1: fast. Oh, oh, I was like virally. Virally what the fuck? fast. Are you sick. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's it has been going by a little bit fast for me too. But I'm always like nose my nose to the grindstone in the computer. So it just like flies by and I don't even know what day it is most times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only reason I do is because we actually have dates that we put stuff out. It's only
0: Tuesday. I was like, <laughs> <"We're> recording tomorrow. <laughs> yeah,
1: we had to do it early this week, guys. So we because we, uh, of Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Yeah, you so know, like,
0: we don't do anything, but still I'm gonna yeah. make him dinner, so
1: So I'm I'm hoping that everybody got like steaks, candies, dinners.
0: Yeah, I gotta go shopping after this and see if i can find some lobster tail oh wow yeah cool because i'm taking him out for his birthday next weekend
1: so it's like what the fuck
0: yeah this is what happens to me because it's like valentine's day and then the 23rd is his fucking birthday yeah i'm like i'm glad we don't celebrate valentine's day is he is he
1: a huge valentine's day fan no
0: (laughs) no we don't celebrate it at all so because i was like i think it's stupid and so does he but i still like want to make him dinner and
1: Right. Yeah. It's just something to do. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way I look at it. Like, I don't like get excited for it or anything. But, you know, most holidays, it seems like as you get older, you just fucking hate life and. Basically. Nothing's worth celebrating anymore, guys. <laughs> but no, really, I feel like holidays are just like a way for you to just to remind you that you should be celebrating life in some facet. Not
0: Valentine's Day is stupid. Anyway. Right.
1: Like that is a that's one that like
0: I've always thought that
1: has a pretty crazy history <laughs> Like
0: in a relationship. we single. It's stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, by the time everybody hears this, they're all going to be like, we already did it. Yeah. Stop you guys are
0: talking about it. Yeah.
1: You're fucking late to the game. <laughs> we didn't even wish it. But I hope you guys had a happy Valentine's Day if you celebrate it. And if you don't, go fuck yourself whatever i, I don't. don't
0: care <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really don't there's
1: a lot of people that get upset about like people who celebrate holidays i've noticed oh God, lately I and i think it's just because of social media Probably. it's like it's like no i don't ha- like you know it's not a big deal to me i just do it because it's like whatever you know like some people like to drink at fucking you know, christenings you know what I mean? Because they're looking for excuses to have alcohol. I'm just trying to live I mean, life, motherfuckers.
0: That's the only excuse to go to a christening. <laughs> right? Yeah. When you get, like, wine or something. Right.
1: You just, uh, everybody has a tasting of the tip. Ew. It, oh, and yeah, christenings christening is a... T- <laughs> I'm
0: thinking of a fucking... Fuck? Where they cut the <laughs> tip of the... decision Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called?
1: What is it called? Or they cut the tip off. A brie.
0: Is that what it is?
1: Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs>
0: everybody has a taste test and traditions are so weird i want to look
1: it up now religions
0: <laughs> are weird I don't, well ugh, i don't get it
1: i don't know if it's a religion well i guess it is it's kind of a of religious it, it's a thing religious
0: ceremony is it brisk
1: a brisk yeah it's not cheese <laughs> <laughs> i
0: was like i love brie
1: dude we got fucking wrecked at my homie's fucking brisk he's like fucking you know six months old he's fucking lit dude we got fucking wasted <laughs> <laughs> we were all fucking shooting the fucking mm-hmm. the piece of flesh in each other's face then like <laughs> Johnny like tripped over a fucking table and drank some drinks it was fucking great Holy dude. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, of course, it wouldn't be an episode if we weren't completely disgusting and childish. So, eh, hmm. you kind of know what to expect. And this is probably why we're not blown it up online. But if you guys actually know somebody that would enjoy our brand of humor or uh, our detailing of a, of movies and shit like that. You're like- w-
0: if you like fart and dick jokes, like we're, yeah, we're, we're your friends.
1: Tell your friends. Tell your mom. I know she's a huge fan of our show. So especially hearing me. So just <laughs> let her know that we're going live uh, today and that they should listen. Yeah,
0: <laughs> i are gonna, gonna go attend a Brie now. <laughs>
1: But guys, we're not going to be doing the horror shot today. So uh, we pretty much, uh, I was going to do one, but I was like, I don't know. It feels kind of a little overkill for this series. I don't know why. Like nothing came to me. And Uh -uh. you know what I mean? So what am I going to do? Critter guts too? like, I don't know. So we are going to skip that today and just jump into the flesh and potatoes of Critters three and
0: Critters four
1: right now. Alright, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and jump into the first one, which is Critters 3. Brittany's done that.
0: Alright, guys, so the first one we're going to talk about today is Critters 3, which was released in 1991, one year after I was born. We're getting there. (laughs) Um, The tiny furball aliens that will eat anything or anyone set their sights on a Los Angeles apartment tower.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: What? Which I'm still confused because I thought it was Kansas. I didn't think it was supposed to be LA. So Uh, Yeah,
1: I saw some interesting trivia on that. Because
0: the the fourth movie opens up with like somewhere in Kansas or something. And I'm like...
1: It's confusing.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This movie was directed by Christine Peterson. Yay, chicks. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I was excited about that. She did Deadly Dreams, Body Chemistry, The Hard Truth, and Slaves to the Underground.
1: Oh, yeah. Deadly Dreams. I forgot about the movie.
0: Um, it was written by Rupert Harvey, who did the story, who only did Critters 3 and 4. Barry Opper, who wrote the story, also only did 3 and 4.
1: Which basically means, guys, that like they're the ones that kind of came up with a conceptual idea. Right. And then other people wrote the screenplay.
0: Yeah. Speaking of that, <laughs> the screenplay was written by David Shaw. And he's done Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, The Crow, Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning, an episode of Freddy's Nightmares, TV series, a couple episodes of The Outer Limits, and The Hunger, another TV series. This movie stars John Calvin, who plays Clifford. He was in such films as Ghost Warrior, and then a whole lot of other TV shit. So, um, Tales of the Gold Monkey...
1: Oh, yeah, that one.
0: Dallas. I know. I'm like, I'm going to say it like I know what I'm talking about.
1: Any Murder, She Wrote?
0: Yes. Oh, yes. Dallas, Murder, She Wrote, and the TV series Alien Nation. I'm going to
1: have to write a fucking article There's about Murder, She Wrote, and, a, and like how prevalent uh, it was in the 80s and 90s yeah. for fucking huge stars, huge writers, everything.
0: Yeah. I think Francis <gasps> Bay was in Murder, She Wrote, too.
1: Really? Jesus. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, at least I know at least one other person in the cast of this was also on Murder Sheer. It's gonna be a thing now, by the way. It needs to be. Every time I see it, I'm just gonna mention it. (laughs) Um, Amy Brooks, who plays Annie who was in Monster Man, The Hillside Strangler, and Sorority House Mouse? Again.
1: Right, that's where I recognized her from as Monster, Monster Man, Man, which is an underrated movie, by I the way. I haven't seen
0: that, actually. It's, so it, I saw the uh, when I was doing the research for this movie, I was like, It's hard fuck to get Monster Man? You can and get it, it sounds, on DVD,
1: but they never released it on Blu-ray or anything because yeah. it never did well. Well,
0: it reminds me of Joyride.
1: Dude, if you like, okay, let's put it this way. But
0: it's before Joyride. It, jo- jo- wait, no, is it? If
1: you like Wrong Turn... Yeah, and you, and you like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yes, and maybe like a humorous thing twisted in like Dead Snowy. Mm-hmm. You'll appreciate that one.
0: Okay, I'll just check it out. Uh, it also has Christian Cousins and Joseph Cousins who tag team the role of Johnny, which is a little boy. Um, what are, are you they cousins? No, I just <laughs> a
1: little redundant. No, I'm
0: pretty sure they're twins. Yeah, I get it. Um, <laughs> They've basically done, like, all of the same roles. Uh, they were both in Kindergarten Cop, they were in the TV series Not Flanding, and the TV series Intruders, and a bunch of other TV stuff. Okay. Um, but they haven't done a lot of stuff. I think they stopped acting in, like, the late 90s. I was like, "Did they die?" You know, it's funny. I've been, I've been kind of going
1: down the like the '90s thing, and like watching movies from the late '80s and '90s that were really mainstream that Mm -hmm. nobody talks about or thinks anymore. And it's always kind of weird to watch them because it's like surreal, right? Like it's such a different world. Anyway,
0: it is. Um, And this movie also stars Leonardo DiCaprio. (gasps) What? What? (laughs) Be still
1: my heart. (laughs)
0: Who plays Josh? (laughs) Um, I don't know if any of you guys know who Leonardo DiCaprio is, but let me just give you a quick rundown <laughs> of some of you his movies. You may know
1: him, guys. I'm sure um, you've seen him in a movie once. And a
0: lot of my, like, I put like my personal favorites that I could just name off the top of my head that he's in that I love. Right. Let's see. There's The Departed, Shutter Island, Inception, The Revenant, Gangs of New York, Titanic, Romeo and Juliet, and my, my personal favorite Leonardo DiCaprio movie is The Beach.
1: Really? I yes. like The Wolf on Wall Street. Wolf
0: on Wall Street's funny.
1: That's a great movie. He should have
0: won an Academy Award or whatever just for that scene of trying to get in or out of the Lamborghini.
1: Do you know that he's not actually an alcoholic or he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't, he doesn't do, doesn't do drugs. Yeah. He actually studied like yeah, how to it. be drunk and how to be It's amazing. Which <laughs> I don't know. It's like weird that he's never touched drugs. Seems something highly I don't suspect. Think that's true. No, he's like, he's straight up said it. He's like, well, you know, I've seen a lot. I grew up around it. He was like, I was offered drugs as a kid at four years old.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that makes sense because I know a lot of people who've never done stuff they grew up around negative things that turns them off from ever doing it.
1: Yeah, I but don't then trust there's anybody people that either.
0: grew up around negative things that do it because of that. Look, so, if you like, like,
1: haven't shot know. up heroin, I just don't trust you. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: Just I mean, my, my thing is if you don't think farts are funny, I can't trust you. Yeah,
1: well, you we got some of that in this.
0: I mean, I know, it was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying, just mind you, like that whole part. I was like, <laughs> I was all excited. Between the bubbles and the farting from the beans, I was like, I can't handle this movie. So cute. This was Leonardo DiCaprio's first feature film.
1: Amazing. Shockingly. Yeah.
0: Which... I was like no it wasn't like I had to go back and like I was like it's not like and it, it, it was he did TV I think um, but that's yeah, about it yeah he did it. a bunch a couple of different I think four or five different like TV series I don't know if you just had like a little bit rolls or what it was but right, yeah that's all it was was TV and this was his first like actual feature film and then he goes on to do like What's Eating Gilbert Grape and everything else that Pl- he's done which he should have won a fucking award for that movie too
1: it's really but... weird because he went to from like this and to like really big movies suddenly
0: yeah it was a big jump
1: yeah, it was like a huge jump. Yeah, like I think never, he was in a movie with like Robert De Niro or some shit.
0: I don't really remember any of the movies that he's done. Like, and he doesn't have a a really long history of films. He he's only's pretty done selective. Like yeah, thirty five to like forty. Right, like films or something like that, which is surprising for yeah.
1: But if you were to add up how much money each of those movies made,
0: oh, he's worth yeah. Just, or
1: how many people remember him? They'd be well,
0: like, exactly, and that's why I was like, I could easily list like all of these movies because almost everybody has seen almost everything he's ever been in. Right, you know, and like, and we're not I, sucking
1: his dick right now, guys. No,
0: I I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I'll suck his dick. Okay, that's fine. Well, there you I go. don't think he's attractive, but I think he's an amazing actor. Um, he's attractive in real media. I don't know really what his yet, dick though. looks
1: like. At the very it's probably.
0: Least normal average (laughs) i don't want to talk about it I mean, it's my guess he's like a white guy so and he's not super tall so he's probably got an average wiener guys
1: just so you know this isn't a reputable podcast just just in case you had any concerns (laughs) we're great yeah
0: (laughs) um have you ever seen the beach of course, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I remember, remember that. that. I was surprised, like, whenever I, I saw it in the theater, I it think. It's one of my
0: favorite movies. Like, it's one of my favorite movies, period. But then it's my favorite Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Right. And no one understands why, because he's done a bunch of other really good movies. And I feel like this is the one that he gets shit for doing.
1: The, the Beach? Yes. Or you mean Critters?
0: The Beach. Why? It's fantastic. This movie also has Jeffrey Blake, who plays Frank, who is super fucking annoying, <laughs> by the way. There are two characters, him and this one. And then, um, what's his face? Oh, oh, God. The, oh
1: Frankie? The, 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 the well, handyman? Not guy? in this
0: one. In three, Frank's the annoying one for me. And then in four, it's, um, Brad Dorff's character.
1: Really? He irritates okay. the
0: shit out of me.
1: That's terrible. Like,
0: he's a, he's good.
1: He's like the best actor in that movie, he is the best other than Angela, Angela Bassett, Bassett. Yeah.
0: Well, the acting. That's, well, let's that's not get it, into but, that. Yeah, though. I'll explain to you why he annoys me when we get to your coverage of *Critters 4*. Okay. But Jeffrey Blake was in *The Last Starfighter*. He was in *Forrest Gump*, and he was also in *Contact*.
1: Right. Who wasn't in *Forrest Gump*?
0: In Wesley, I think, or something like that. So he played in *Forrest Gump*. Is that what you asked me? Oh,
1: I don't know. No, I said who hasn't been in.
0: Oh, who hasn't been? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think that was his character's name in *Forrest Gump*. I thought you asked me who you played, and I was like...
1: No, no, no. That's I fine.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Frances Bay is also in here, who I love, who plays Mrs. Menjus. And I love her because of Happy Gilmore. Yes. I mean, like, I, to and me, that's she, like her most iconic role for me, but she's also in In the Mouth of Madness.
1: Right. She's the old lady behind the counter at the, at the hotel. Yep.
0: Um, she slices
1: up her husband.
0: Mm, yeah. And husband. has him chained. I always forget that that's her, too. Uh. And I was like, huh. um, she's also in Single White Female and Arachnophobia. And Then we have two returning actors: Don Opper, who returns as Charlie, and then Terrence Mann, who returns as Ugg for literally about three point five seconds at the end of the movie. (laughs) But he's like credited before he actually even appears, which is hilarious. But Mm -hmm. yeah, which is you know, I don't know why I had to stick around through the whole ending of that movie, right? Which annoys me when I go to watch the second or fourth one because they they do the whole thing, and I'm like, fuck. You people.
1: (laughs) Well, I might have some trivia on that that you might be interested in.
0: But what did you think of this one? I know you really like these movies, so I'm curious to see how your opinion varies going on through 3 and 4.
1: Well, just comparing this to the first two... Uh, this isn't the better movie of those of the three that we've talked about so far. Uh, haven't talked about part four yet, so I, I won't mention that. It has some pretty cool stuff in it. For one, the critters have individual personalities this time, which I sort of really like. It uh, gives them like an individual feel about each and every one of them. They got like a striped one, one that makes bubbles. Like it's just it's just unique that way, and I kind of liked it. And I almost feel like they should have done that from the start. Yeah. Like, made them a little bit, but I understand that there were these pack of wild things. They didn't want to have to spend that much time on each character and designing a scene to make them all stand out, but I just thought it was kind of interesting.
0: No, and no, I agree that I wish they would have done that, like, stuck with that from the beginning, because these are aliens from another planet. They're basically their own, they're people.
1: hmm Part of the reason that they did it, by the way, this isn't really trivia trivia, but... Is because they had such a low budget, and I'll get right. into that more on some of the trivia that I found out about it. I do like the addition of that in the franchise, though, and I felt like they should have done stuff like that just way more in throughout the franchise, and they kind of do in some of the earlier uh, sequels or whatever. But maybe they were trying to stay clear of the whole Gremlins thing, because they kind of did that a lot in the Gremlins movies, especially part two, like right. they got really wild. But Charlie is back, and albeit kind of brief, he's like the bookend of the whole movie, the bookends.
0: Yeah, he's in it for like two minutes in the beginning, and then doesn't appear until the end. Yeah, Pretty so much.
1: it's it's it kind of sort of follows where the story left off, but in a different part of the state, I guess, a different town. We ain't in Grover's Bend anymore, but they do pass it along the way. But this one takes place in a city, and it feels a little smaller while the second had a little bit more of a bigger budget, this one felt really small and confined to this one apartment building, which isn't terrible. You know, it's good to have that kind of like suspensefulness, if you can call critter suspenseful. Uh, but you know, I just feel like I didn't feel like it, it should have been as confined and then, and, uh, it would have been opened up into the city a little bit more. Like I really felt that way before I found out some of the trivia on this. And I'll tell you a little bit about that. But they did get DiCaprio in it, his first role. Before anybody knew who the fuck he was. And that means it's going to be good, right? Mm -hmm. Well, he had just started, so it's not like this was the best acting chops he has. You know what I mean? But he, he is a kid, so we can cut him a little slack in this film. Plus, he isn't the lead anyway. He's just a supporting actor. Annie plays the strong girl this time. And actually, a lot of the movie is centered around strong women, I've noticed, too. Um, so let it be said that movies did this back in the day, a lot more than people give it credit today's nowadays. You know what I mean? Um, you even have, like, a Sarah Connor sort of telephone line woman in the movie, too, who I will be referencing from here on out as Sarah Connor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, I got to point out another thing about Critters. They seemed like they moved and were way more articulated, so I'm sure the Kyoto Brothers added some extra stuff to them to give them more life. It seemed like their necks and arms were moving a lot more, which I really kind of liked a lot. And I feel like, in a way, even though they didn't have a huge budget for this movie... Uh, to 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 make a whole fuck ton of critters. It just seemed like they were more fully realized, a little bigger, but fully realized. So this one isn't really that bad, but it's it's missing a lot of the charm that the originals had. For me personally, it's missing the bounty hunter aspect for me, as far as like that extra element that really made it kind of unique and interesting. Uh, this one just kind of goes for the regular thing, bringing back some of the same characters, which is cool. One and two are very close. Together in style and characters and feel, this one's just a little different, but it does have some entertaining moments in it. Even Christina was like saying, "This one isn't that bad," you know. She was like, "I thought it was going to be a lot worse." So I'd probably give it a rating of like a five in the franchise, just comparing it to the franchise and the other ones, you know. But it's not as bad as some people say, in my opinion. So, what about you? What'd you think?
0: Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like that would be my rating i'd probably give it like a five
1: really so it's about the same as the second one
0: to me it's a a lot similar to the second one
1: you gave the first one a 6.5 as far
0: as like enjoyment level i don't know i i didn't think i was gonna like this one either Mm -hmm. so i didn't you know i kind of thought it was gonna be super downhill for the last two movies of the franchise just considering like knowing a little bit about them going into it Mm -hmm. um and then like the differences between you know, these two, last two films in the franchise compared to the first two. Right. But I actually, I felt the same as Christina and I was like, wow, I didn't mind it. It was yeah. actually not that bad. Like, it was kind of cute. Like, I, I really liked the Critters in this one Yeah, better, I feel like, than the other movies. Like, I like they get more personality, which does feel a lot more like gremlins right? in a way, but I didn't care. Like, they were funny and they were cute and they had personalities and... I don't know. I don't know if that makes it more, like, less scary, which is, like, the point. There's supposed to be, like, these, you know, scary creatures that'll rip your face off or whatever. You're supposed to be kind of scared of them. Right. Maybe that's why they steered away from giving them personality and differences in the first two movies. I don't know. But <clears throat> I felt like the, the acting was pretty solid from everybody in this one. hmm The story is, eh. Yeah. A little stripped down. And kind of just, like, straightforward and boring. But, it was, like, they did what they did what they could with it. And it was interesting enough, so I mean, I wasn't bored watching it. I, you know, was able to like stay focused on it the entire time, which is, you know, more than I can say about the fourth one. Yeah. Um, and I just remember feeling like taking away the feeling of wow, I actually like this. Like, and I didn't think I was. So it was, I was pretty impressed with it for the most part. Okay. I really liked the one that has the bleach. Burn yeah, that was a really cool
1: one. I really liked. He that was one. so
0: cute, and then he's got the the white. I don't know why it
1: burned his eye. Like bleach. I, I mean, I get it, but it doesn't like. Melt your face off, yeah. like it doesn't. It's not. Well, an
0: alien, you don't know.
1: But yeah, I do like the stripe, striped critter. That is pretty awesome.
0: At first, I was like, "Why does that one have like a blonde streak? What's well, wrong with its face?" And I'm like, "Oh wait, that's the one that rolled in bleach." Yeah, <laughs> how cute. And I know you- this it's to, like rolling like, through the bleach they saw burling like on fire
1: yeah it seems like I, I really liked the a lot of the, the critters in this I thought that they felt more alive mm-hmm. a little bit in this one even though like you could tell like the story is really stripped down but
0: it's just super basic But I mean whatever yeah it works I, I'm glad they didn't try and go insanely over the top with the story because I don't right. think it would have worked I felt like it would have just been too much mm-hmm. too much of a reach especially so it was nice to have like a stripped down version yeah. Than, you know, not as many giant explosions and
1: I. I really kind of I, I kind of wish that it would have been a little bit more out in the street though.
0: Yeah, not so cramped because it does feel kind of claustrophobic that entire right. time. Like both of these movies feel that way a little bit, but you know they have they go to like they have a wider set for the fourth one, which is cool, so it doesn't feel like it's as like tight spaced. Right. But yeah, this one's definitely like you feel a little bit like you can't breathe. Right. It's crazy.
1: Did you have trivia on it?
0: Not a lot, because I don't have the...
1: Sure, no, The no, no, Blu-rays,
0: like you do, and it's, it's really hard to find anything for these. That's not just, like, shit that's been told by everybody and their mom. Well, even um, though I
1: have the Blu-rays, there wasn't a whole lot.
0: Yeah. like I think, I think they had, like,
1: a 26-minute documentary, and they kind of went over stuff that I already knew.
0: Right. And I, I, I felt like we were going to run into that kind of issue with these last two anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, But the thing that, that I found the most interesting about it, which I didn't know, I had a feeling, because I was looking at, like, the release dates for both of these movies. Right. Which So that made sense, because they came out, basically like back-to-back, but mm-hmm. these were shot simultaneously together. So three and four were shot at the same time from February of 1991 until July of 1991. Okay. So they were shot together at the same time. Yeah. Which, now that you think about it, makes sense, but at first you're like, what? Oh, it's
1: especially how it ends.
0: Yeah, and so it's it's weird but interesting.
1: They said that it took them five years to come up with the idea to do a third and a fourth, and you are right, they did actually do them back to back. They literally had like a week off in between. It's nuts. Uh the the shooting or whatever. And Barry Opper said, Look, we'll do two more. One will be, you know, in a city and one will be in space. And they didn't have like a lot of money. They literally said, Okay, well, we're gonna do a two for one special for the production of this movie. And they said, You give us two million dollars, we'll give you basically two million dollar movies. Right, And they said it was a real challenge for them to kind of like figure that out. But they would do them back to back, like you said. And yeah, the one week in between, it was just like nonstop. So pretty interesting stuff, though.
0: For me, that was the most interesting thing that I sure. determined about these movies. Because like, I can't even imagine doing that. The only other thing that I had was what I thought was fun. Carrie Ewell's. Ewell's can never say his fucking last name yeah or like was originally offered the role of josh which is leonardo dicaprio's character oh okay. but he turned it down which what's weird about it to me is that he's a lot older at the time than leonardo dicaprio was right and i can't really imagine him playing that role anyway i feel like they would have had to rewrite that character because i don't i know there was like a pretty big age difference between them
1: Maybe. I don't yeah, I don't know him. I don't, I don't very
0: really well. see well he, I I know him from Saw and was it Princess Bride or some okay. shit? Is that what he's into? I don't know, I've never seen it, but I know that's like one of the big movies that he's in. Right. And I know I can never see I can't his last picture name, his face,
1: so. so I don't even know.
0: But I, I don't I feel like that would have been weird. I I'm w do not see how they could have made that work unless they rewrote the character of Josh, but I can't see as older basically man. Well, he up was kind of
1: younger than the girl, like, uh, DiCaprio was, so it's kind of like...
0: Yeah. But not, like, that much, though, but, like, an older person, like, just think of, like, the opening scene of, like, this kid approaching this little kid. Right. About a Frisbee. Right. Like, he, he's look like, he looks like a man. Yeah. <laughs> like, an adult coming up in, and, the like, forest? you know, and she calls Leonardo DiCaprio a pervert when he doesn't look that much older than the little boy, so I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on?
1: That's kind of true.
0: So, I, I don't know. I find that to be kind of interesting and I don't know if it was ever offered to anybody else before Leonardo DiCaprio but I know like Carrie's note like made comment about it a couple of times which is fun.
1: Well, it's funny because like DiCaprio doesn't even give a shit about it he isn't proud of this movie yeah he doesn't want it on his resume as the people who worked on it said in the fucking documentary they're like we just have to accept it no.
0: you know I like love the picture of him with the puppets though
1: uh, apparently he's like they did a reissue of the movie and put DiCaprio's face on the spine of the movie and he wasn't real happy about it it's
0: kind of annoying yeah actually it's like whatever like, what's your First did, movie like, wait, like it's if you the don't want thing. it on
1: your record like then don't do the movie
0: right
1: <laughs> if, if it wasn't for that role you might might not have gotten the roles that you got into, yeah, so this
0: age of the internet, homie.
1: We're yeah, and
0: put everything everywhere. <laughs> like,
1: but but I mean, it it definitely is one of the worst roles he's ever done. So I can kind of not blame him for feeling that way. But it's on your record. You just laugh it off and move on. You've right. done way better
0: stuff. He's like twelve.
1: So I don't know. I, I think he, I, I think it's kind of weird. It's like you better love horror, you son of a bitch. And and I know you're
0: listening, DiCaprio. <laughs> we know you're listening. Yeah, I know you listen.
1: am <laughs> just kidding.
0: That does bug me though. Like it bums me out a little bit.
1: Though. Well, horror always gets the like. Oh, I didn't do that.
0: Right. I'm like, you know. Why?
1: Some people like really embrace it, but
0: even if I did like shit roles, I would still be like, yeah, I did that movie.
1: Also, um, I wanted to mention David Shao, uh, originally pitched the idea that he would write both of the films right off the bat. So like back to back, he would just like write them all in one and then have like it hinge in the middle. So it would end like a movie and then start like a new movie, but like it would make perfect sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, but they, they wanted to have two different guys write it at the same time so that they could like fast track this process and like apparently it didn't work out with the other guy so well so they asked him to come back for less money than he was going to get a paid if he did both of them so he was like what the fuck (laughs) he's like i offered this and you end up paying that guy anyway he's like i know can you save us can you save the fucking movies for us please help (laughs) and so he was like yeah i'll do it and so uh but he does have a shared credit on the on the the next movie so But the original concept for part three was to be critters unleashed on the streets of New York, very much in the same vein that Jason Takes Manhattan part eight was going to be. But even they did not have a big enough budget to be able to shoot in New York and have all these scenes. So they had to do this huge, like, boat scene in the beginning for, like, half the fucking movie before Jason hits fucking land. And then it's, like, quickly shot. Like, you know, he doesn't even really feel like he's in New York. Right. Except for that one scene where he's, like, walking down the street kicking the thing. But I think it would have been really cool to just see a full-fledged fucking Critters movie, like, taken on the street. And that, that's kind of, like, hearing that, yeah, I would want it. Knowing what they had for money, yeah, it wasn't going to happen ever because no one likes critters that much in order to make it that big, I guess. So, but also, apparently, one of the lights in the building that they were shooting, because they were doing a, a, um, they did both movies in the same studio and they also did a building that was like an old, like, grocery store that was like multi level or something like that. So, when they were shooting in the basement and like all this, they, one of the lights set off like, the sprinkler system while they were filming and like they were like throwing tarps over all the uh, fucking camera equipment and shit like that and like it it like set them back an entire day to like do it and they just they couldn't even find like switch to turn off the, the sprinklers because they didn't know it wasn't their stage but they did shoot some of this on a stage that they use in part four as well so. That makes sense. But um, but yeah, that's all I pretty much had for the most part. I mean, there was other stuff, but I just didn't think it was that interesting. Yeah. Um, I do have some of it tucked into the, uh, the scenes yeah. that we're going to break down. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: So the movie starts off. And by the way, guys, if you don't want anything spoiled, you're probably not going to want to listen past here. Highly recommend you check them out. If you're a fan of the Critters movies, you might as well watch them. Uh, so we start this movie off, and a uh, father and two kids on the road singing songs like most families do, and they get a flat and pull off to the rest stop where they meet DiCaprio, aka Josh, and he's screaming,
0: "I'm on top of the world!"
1: <laughs> Sorry, I had to there's do. a boat in here. Got it. That's my DiCaprio impression. Uh, I'm sure he gets that a lot.
0: <laughs> Doesn't she say that though?
1: No, I don't think so. I'm pretty so.
0: sure it's Rose that says that.
1: Whatever. He spreads his <laughs> arms out like a fucking airplane.
0: <laughs> I'm the king of the world. He
1: spreads his, uh, I mean, his arms. Anyway, <laughs> so moving sense. along. They happen upon Charlie because one of the, the, the kids, uh, the sister's brother throws a frisbee out in the fucking, this gully or something, and they go all go down, which is funny because they're all scared to go down there because it's steep. And a fucking DiCaprio Josh goes down, and he's like, "Come on, guys! Like it's a fucking like team effort to get a goddamn frisbee." But to for the sake of the story, they move along, and, <laughs> and they go down there. And Charlie, for some God for known i, I don't I have no idea why he did this—he just pops up out of a hole out of the ground, <laughs> and then starts telling him the story of the critters. He
0: kind of like explodes out of a hole in the ground, right? Like, like it's he like. It's like he sat on like a balloon thing and got popped out of the hole. It doesn't like make sense or like a air what the fuck is that a called?
1: Spring loaded or
0: Yeah, or like an airbag.
1: I have no like idea.
0: Poof, like spring loads out of this fucking hole and the- I don't get it.
1: I was just it's like so to it me. was really weird. I'm like I guess he's setting up traps out in the middle of the forest to try to capture Krites. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But he gives a little boy a space crystal, which apparently Ugg and the uh, Lee gave him bunches of. We never heard part. about them before.
0: No. It's a butt boy.
1: He's like, here, whenever there's trouble, You, if it turns green, you know that you're in trouble or something like that. And they sort of make fun of him because he goes into this story about the critters and <laughs> they go back to, to meet their dad, who's changing the tire on the co- on the truck. And the daughter's running up all excited. And she was like, Dad, we met this really strange guy. And he's like, I don't really care. I told you to stay close. I'm like, hold on. (laughs) If your daughter's talking about a stranger. Yeah. You listen. Right. Okay. I don't even have kids. And I know this. But, you know, it's the story. Stranger danger, you know. But, yeah, he gets all, like, uh, weird about her spending time to go play Frisbee with her brother. And it's like kind of unreasonable in my opinion. This is where you start to realize that the dad's kind of weird and their relationship isn't exactly sterling. Right. So, but they find all of a sudden like after the tires fixed, they like DiCaprio's dad is like talking his stepdad is talking to her father being kind of a dick and you can tell he just doesn't like him. Um, but they find eggs or they don't find eggs, but there's you see eggs tucked underneath the truck as they drive away. Now I'm I'm not 100 percent sure how critters produce, and nor do we anybody. But they sometimes do it fast. Their eggs sometimes hatch two years later. Uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I or, was. I'm still curious about that too. I'm like, how the how the fuck where do these eggs come from? Like, right. How- I kind of wish that they would have explained that, but
1: <laughs> so, the, so they zoom to the apartment complex where these 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 kids and their dad are going. But they do it before they arrive, so they kind of like get to, you get to know some of the apartment complex people who live there. And first off, you see a lazy handyman who looks like a young Jason Muse, maybe with like a Jersey accent,
0: maybe. I don't know. He's annoying. <laughs>
1: he he
0: won't Accent's help. Annoying. <laughs>
1: he he wouldn't help this guy carry a bed down the elevator and takes a his goldfish in a bowl down an elevator that's supposed to be out of order. And when he gets out at the bottom, a woman named Rosie is like, "Hey, you fix the elevator?" And he walks away. He says, "Not for you, Rosie. There's still a fucking one ton limit." And it's like, and she gets all pissed. She's like,
0: "Hey." <laughs>
1: It's supposed to be this, like, you know, he's a dickhead, so he's probably going to die kind of situation, which yeah. maybe he does. I don't know. But he goes out, and he calls, like, one of the other tenants who's, like, riding him a Harley up, and he's like, oh, look, it's the woman who walks like man. Or whatever. Looks like, or I had, I'm, not like, talking, like, redneck. It's like, fucking, yeah, look who, look who it is. It's the fucking lady who walks like a man. <laughs> like, Jesus, calm down, fucking Frankie. But the... Then you see the family like pull up and they slam into the back of another guy who's moving out, and it's like this big thing. And you see the eggs spill out. And it's like everybody's like getting to know each other. It's like literally crash into each other.
0: Yeah, I don't understand. I didn't understand that part either. Like, why do you suddenly not have brakes?
1: Probably because the critters bit the wires.
0: I, I don't know if that's supposed to be what it is, but I would I would have fucking kicked that guy's ass if he drove into the back of my fucking truck
1: right like yeah that.
0: like he knocks a bunch of the dude's shit out of the back of his truck that's trying to move like and it's just yeah. everywhere and i don't even see him like offering to help pick up the shit or anything and i'm like i would have fucking whooped your ass like are you serious i, you think, he, I
1: think he did help but then, then that lady on the motorcycle like helps them yeah, and they all I carry shit up
0: weirdness bro. why I I watch like, Fra- i remember
1: happening? frankie goes to the basement where he lives apparently or hangs out i guess <laughs> In this dirty, fucked up basement. Yeah. Yeah. He goes and he sees like the windows busted and like this trail of like green goo that apparently he sees like an egg outside. You see cracked eggs like alluding to the fact that the critters are out. So they probably bit the brakes. I'm assuming I guess, but then they also introduce you to a old couple that live in the same apartment complex. Apparently the ones that have been taking care of the kids that the father. Cause he travels a lot or something like, like that.
0: A, yeah, he works in. A, what does he do? Like a mine or something.
1: Yeah, they were on vacation oh, wow. and they come back home, and the uh, old couple tend to watch them when he's away. Which is what's her name from fucking Happy Gilmore? And, yeah, yeah. But Frankie's in the basement and he gets a uh, bit on the neck by one of the critters, which he stabs off with like a screwdriver or something like that. And he comes back for more, and it like he falls down and he sees one like rolling at him in his face. Which, you know, it's like everybody that's a dickhead in this movie gets killed, so.
0: Yeah, it's kind of nice. Tropy. Yeah.
1: Kind of, you know, you expect it. Also, by the way, the dad and the daughter have this weird sort of typical feud with each other. You know, the typical teenager and the dad don't don't get along kind of thing. But it's like the reverse. It's like the girl wants to hang out with her dad and get his attention, but he doesn't even care. Right. So, it's a little different than I you would normally see in a tropey yeah. kind of movie.
0: But at the same time, I'm like, he just drove God knows how many hours to get you there. He's right. He's got to go back to work, you know, on a boat or wherever the fuck he works. Like, hard job, I'm assuming. I don't know like, what he does. Day, they don't really
1: say, do they? He,
0: I think they, like, I don't know. He does say at the end, but I can't remember what it was. Like, if it's like a minor...
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right.
0: The railroad or something. The something railroad. Stupid. I think it's the railroad.
1: Something that most people don't work at. <laughs> I think
0: it's the railroad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, like, it doesn't, I don't know. Like, I I kind of get it because he just wants to, like, watch TV and eat his dinner and go to sleep because he's fucking tired.
1: He's like, I just spent vacation with you pieces of shit. Can we just leave For it alone? real. And
0: then the little girl's like, well, how about, how about we. Get a game. We can all play a game. I'm like, it's probably the last thing he wants to fucking do. Like, give it a break.
1: Let's 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 be honest here, though. They were singing fucking songs in the goddamn car while they were traveling, right? So that's usually not something families who don't get along do.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So so. I, I don't know. I didn't see the point in having the little argument between the daughter and the dad. Right. Kind of thing. Because it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense and I feel like it it's not very believable if mm-hmm. you're trying to make the dad come off as a dick, like why?
1: Well and he also <laughs> they like that to me. <laughs> they kinda like bounce for- back and forth between all the different tenants in the place, which it seems like there's only like four apartments, four or five. Uh, But Rosie, the 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 bigger woman who is always wearing her, like, nightgown, her muumuu or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck she's wearing with her bunny slippers. She's, like, throwing her laundry down the chute. And one of the critters tries to, like, jump up through the hole after he killed Frankie. Yeah. And gets shot. It's kind of silly. But she goes down to the basement and, like, to do her laundry. And she, like, spills bleach on the ground because one of the crites, like, pops up. And she's like, what the fuck? And it, it's... it. Rolls over that bleach and gives it that that white stripe, which is great, which is very similar to the stripe from Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah, (laughs) a a different way. He got it. But, you know, but two of them go after her and bite her leg. But the daughter, like, kind of helps her escape up the stairs. And she's like panicking because she's got her leg all bit up. And they tell her dad it's aliens with sharp teeth. But he doesn't believe them. But then they start darting everyone at that moment, and it's like, well, yeah, they're real.
0: And the stairwell.
1: I thought they were gonna like use that as like they were gonna milk that a little bit longer.
0: Yeah, so did I. But I also <laughs> so when the first like critter rolls up on them, right. they're all in the stair like the stairwell on the staircase so or whatever, a stripe one, right? Uh, I don't think it was a stripe one. I think it was just a regular one. But it's he like just that. like he just like rolls up and he's yeah, and she's like that or whatever. Like that's what it is. And I'm like just fucking kick it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just fucking kick it. Like, what the Like, really? And I don't understand why they're all like screaming and just allowing it to sit there and like shoot darts at it, them or whatever. Shoot its little porcupine quills. I'd be a
1: little nervous about going over fucking to kicked one.
0: It. Like, immediately just kicked it. <laughs> like,. That's in any way, like in like my dreams and shit, when you have dreams or nightmares or whatever about like rats attacking you or like weird animals or whatever, you know what I mean? Small creatures. I I always kick them.
1: I think if they were, if if this was like remade and done in a serious tone where these things were like tearing people apart in a lot of ways and they were like vicious as shit, you wouldn't want to go near them. And essentially that's their mindset, but they, you know, they only, they were limited to what they could do right with puppets just you know you know it's a puppet so right. well, it doesn't freak you out It's the
0: same thing that i always felt with like puppet master and chucky just fucking kick it
1: plus plus they do this silly thing again with bowling i don't know why bowling is coming back for a second fucking round
0: that was so funny like
1: for this she it's so, so they're running up the stairs and she grabs like one of those old ass ashtrays that they used to leave on yeah the, on the like you know in hotels like and shit big
0: uh, metal ashtray. Yeah, it's like a
1: tin can with an ashtray on top of it and she picks it up and it's like intercut with like somebody bowling and it's like she lines it up and she's going down the field. It looks like it's going for a strike and she throws it and then like all the critters go flipping up in the air as it makes the bowling crack noise again. Stupid. Apparently that was the director's Christine Peterson's idea
0: like it's stupid but it works at the same time it's pretty fucking silly dude it was but (laughs) I I still laughed at it
1: I mean yeah I mean it's it wouldn't be a critters movie if it didn't have the silliness in it I think at least up until this point like you kind of expect it right but also meanwhile you got Josh DiCaprio's character uh they uh have his stepdad cut the telephones, because he's the landlord. You find out he's the landlord. He's trying to teach his son, his stepson, the ropes. He's like, one day you're gonna be taking over this place and screwing people over. He's like, this is how you do it. You cut the telephones so that they can't call their fucking, what was it? They can't call their social security?
0: Their social security people or (laughs) whatever. Their welfare people. Yeah, the
1: welfare or whatever. What the
0: fuck he's saying. You wanna
1: watch them panic?
0: In the, like, when Frankie, before Frank gets killed or whatever like we learn a pivotal like plot point oh that he's
1: working for yeah Yeah. so
0: like we don't know who he's working for like who the landlord is just yet but he's we find out he's working with the landlord like they're in fucking cahoots with each other so frank is like releasing the rats into people's rooms or people's houses and shit and um like not fixing the elevator and like having all these other problems and not helping people with stuff to basically drive people out of the apartment because josh's stepdad or whatever which is the landlord what they want to build some like fucking mini mall there or some shit and instead of offering the people relocation money like they're supposed to they're keeping it they're keeping it yeah and they're just trying to get these people to leave on their own accord right so so
1: they can keep all the extra money right right.
0: and so that's that's the whole you know so you definitely don't feel bad for frank when he dies well i think
1: he's going to be they're selling the property to be able to move a i don't know if he's building the mall but I know that he's like, that's where the mall's gonna be. Or well, he's something. part
0: of it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's, you he's, may be right. He's like a developer or something.
1: Yeah, they they get to keep the money if they don't if people move out on their own, essentially. Well, but yeah, not legally. Not legally, I guess. Yeah, but so they cut out the lights too at this point in time, and like I don't know why. Like I just I just don't get because I guess he at this point he's tired of them and he just wants them out. So he's just kicking him out without any money or anything, I guess. And yeah. they go upstairs, him and Josh, the stepdad and Josh, and there's like three looks like heads sitting on the couch watching the Julia um, Childs. Yeah, Julia Childs like cut up a chicken, and which is another thing because in part Critters Part Two, they have like a fake Julia Childs woman doing a
0: TV show. The casserole. It's funny. I heard like like. The first two words that that TV says right. before it even shows it. what the like, fuck, Julia Childs.
1: Fuck yeah, dude! I used to watch it. I, well, I didn't watch it, but every time I knew, I heard her voice because it was always so unique. But it is, yeah, but the landlord is like been pushing his stepson which is DiCaprio's character Josh and he keeps telling calling him sport and he, and DiCaprio gets pissed and he's like he's like stop calling me sport he's like and slams the door shut on, on the dad he said I hate you and I wish you were dead and he shut the door on him and he gets shredded which of course you know <laughs> well, they eat him to death around, yeah. Right? they
0: look like they're wearing lipstick because they have <laughs> blood all over their faces so <laughs> I was like that's so they're so cute
1: but it's like I don't know. I thought that was, like, really funny. But then then Marsha comes to the rescue. She's the Sarah Connor chick. Totally reminds me of her for some yeah. reason, like a Terminator 2 style Sarah Connor, where she's, like, a badass. Um, but anyway, she comes up to help him, and they can't open the door, and he dies. He's like, he's dying in there. Well, there's nothing we can do, she says.
0: Yeah, she's like, get over it. <laughs> and then one of
1: the fucking critters tries, another critter tries to attack them, and she sho- shoves a flare in its mouth. And it, like, it swallows it and goes down the the laundry chute. And, like, you see its gl- belly glowing and everything like that. Apparently, by the way, in that scene, she was supposed to stop short and not stick it in the puppet's mouth. Oh, no. So, literally, there's someone's hand in there. They didn't say if they got hurt or not, but they said that it was they, they just got carried away in the moment. And he was, like, looking on the monitor of the puppet. And he was like, holy shit, there's a fucking flare in my hand. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so, he like, it's really funny. But um, everybody goes, of course, you know, that they all hid in the old couple's apartment. And the old crazy man who spoke of aliens, the people that took care of the kids, he's always talking about aliens because, you know, that's.
0: You always got to have a weirdo.
1: Yeah, you got to have that weirdo, but who actually is true in in these type of movies. We don't have
0: Charlie for this time, you know, for this one right now. Right. So we got to have the kooky old man.
1: Who confirms it with Charlie later, but Mm -hmm. they keep saying, oh, it's rats, the rats. And he's like, that ain't no rats. You ever seen a, you know, the rats don't do that. And uh, shows oh, he shows him a quill. That's what it is. He shows him a quill and he's like, rats don't shoot quills out of their bodies. (laughs) Like, that ain't no rat. But, uh, they realize they have to protect themselves. And so they're like, do you have a gun? And he's like, well, I got this old World War one gun that, uh, and they're like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like they kind of blow it off. And then Mrs. Menjis, she's all like, how about this? And she pulls up a meat cleaver and wields it like a fucking old woman warrior.
0: She's such a badass.
1: She it totally reminded me of how she can switch from sweet to dark mm-hmm. in, in the mouth wow, of madness badass. at that point. But I thought it was really funny. But they they eventually find that they have to go up into the attic in their apartment while the uh critters are trying to bust through, I guess. And there's like the dead road flare critter in the basement that starts a fire. So you it's like this fire is starting to build in the bottom basement while they're fucking trying to escape. And uh, they're punching and kicking critters in the face, Sarah Connor lady. Yeah, that's what
0: I'm saying. Just fucking kick them. <laughs> like she comes in about 10 minutes later and starts kicking she them. She takes them out. Like, Get them, bitch. That's all they should have done.
1: But I didn't understand why they didn't kick the Especially ladder they out.
0: roll at you.
1: Why didn't they kick the ladder out?
0: I don't think they thought about it.
1: I was like, dude, they can probably climb up the ladder. Why didn't you kick it out?
0: Yeah, they got working little arms.
1: Yeah, I and then there was a funny part when they're in the attic, like the old man, Mr. Menjis and Annie, the, the daughter, the girl, she, he's like trying to get through. He's like trying to bust through the, the roof to get onto the, to the roof or whatever. There's like the door with like a padlock and it looks like it's breaking as they're pushing on it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And he's like, well, it won't open. And she's like, let me try. She's like, well, it won't open. I'm like, he just said that. I
0: know. Kick it. <laughs> I think they, they could totally kick get it. through that. Yeah. <laughs> kick it. Like Fuck. there's
1: there's enough ways that you could figure Let it out. Like
0: fucking Sarah Connor have a crack at it. Like she'll kick it open. Yeah,
1: like karate that chop that shit. That was like that the
0: shit. thinnest like board ass fucking little door I've ever seen. Dude,
1: and it was cracking on the other side yeah. when you saw it. But, oh, you know, for Lord. the sake of the story. Yeah. So, the the Sarah Connor lady, Marsha, decides to climb out on the ledge and uh She's like climbing on these wires that are on the side of the building. She's trying
0: to tie into the phone line because she works for the telephone company. She's a lineman. You guys. A line woman. Yeah. She works for the telephone company, so she knows what she's doing.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) She falls? And there's this like really comical like scene where she's about to hit her head on the ground, but you realize her foot's still attached to the wire. Mm-hmm. So she just barely, and she's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and then she tries to swing back and forth to get to the telephone to make a phone call. Payphone. At the payphone, like one of those old Bill and Ted phones, which is really silly. You know, like she's just swinging there the whole fucking rest of the movie, by the way.
0: I know. I'm like, why is, why did there, the critters not? go and eat her like i thought she was gonna they get
1: couldn't eat get out i guess oh, stupid they can critters. bust through every other door but that Not one
0: that one <laughs> apparently
1: but the critters they make uh they, they at this point in time the critters are like making a big mess in the kitchen like eating beans like desserts and dish detergent eating
0: dish soap yeah like, why is it eating dish soap like and then it it all makes sense that's later.
1: totally a fucking gremlins thing yeah.
0: ding, 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 yeah, ding, all They're all talking to each other and like i just
1: They're, like, pouring flour on top of each other, like, all over the place. It's a really messy scene.
0: I know. I was like, why are they making such a fucking mess? Apparently,
1: (laughs) that scene made such a mess that the Kyoto Brothers, who... Well,
0: yeah, because the puppets are all covered in shit now.
1: Yeah, they said that they were not too happy about that because they were telling this funny story about how that scene was actually one of the earlier scenes in the entire shoot process. And uh, they were like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, They came back with, like, food and, like, flour and, like... Um, there was even a scene like like they were singed by fire mm-hmm. and the the reason why is I don't know if you guys have noticed this in this movie but when they're in that room and they're throwing flour around there is a candle sitting there now there is such thing as a silo fire and they were saying that that's how fi- silos fires happen is that the flour will ignite and catch all the other stuff and then just blow out this big flame of fire do you know what I mean have you ever taken like Like, uh, creamer, powdered creamer, and then, like, put a lighter underneath it. No. It just, like, goes up. And it's like... He said the whole room apparently filled with fire.
0: Sweet.
1: And, like, nobody was hurt, of course. But but they had to spend the rest of the night, like, trying to clean up these puppets. And they were, like, supposed to be back at, like, seven in the morning. They were like, well, yeah, that's not happening. Maybe noon.
0: (laughs) I know, because the one is literally covered in beans. Yeah. Like, absolutely covered in beans. <laughs> That's so fucking gross. They
1: were not happy about it, but well, they, Well, yeah, because don't
0: those cost, like, thousands of dollars to, well, like, it's... produce one fucking puppet?
1: Yeah, and not only that, it's like, dude, they didn't have the budget to be making more. That's why mm-hmm. they only stuck to a couple of critters in this movie. Right,
0: and you'd think that they would have figured to shoot that last, but...
1: right i don't know why they did either but meanwhile after this happens in the kitchen annie falls in the elevator shaft and happens upon a screaming critter whose mouth opens up and it's like screaming like an opera singer and it's like you can see it's little uvula yeah like flipping around (laughs) and glass is like breaking on the shelves and stuff and they're like oh shit blackie's in trouble
0: blackie
1: yeah well they all had names there's like bleach blackie Bubbles and, like, something else. They named them all. Farting. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's right. We forgot to mention the farting noise. in fucking hilarious. They're all laughing yeah. about it.
0: Yeah, because the one, obviously, that ate the beans is going to fart. So right. He just farts for, like, ten minutes on top of the stove. It's ridiculous. Like, they had to have that and in the there. the one's, like, laughing out bubbles and the one that ate the soap and... And then the ones throwing flour all over them, and they're all dancing. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, it, it's so stupid. But then it was so adorable at the same time. It is kind of so cute. Didn't even care. Like, because I think they're the especially the,
1: how articulated they are. It kind of yeah. makes it even better.
0: Yeah, I think they're really cute. So.
1: But after Annie falls into the elevator, she tries to go down through the elevator and like, uh, like she gets surrounded by critters in the bottom floor. Mm-hmm. And then Charlie screams like fucking, like, what's, what the fuck is this? Like George of the jungle. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck?
0: He does that like twice and I don't understand. I didn't get it the first time. And then why he had to do it the second time. I don't know. I
1: don't fucking yeah. <laughs> he blows a big hole in the side of the building, killing all the cr- like one of the critters. Yeah, and then shoots another, basically leaving like three at this point. And they escape through her and Annie and Charlie go through the elevator shaft and try to climb up. And suddenly, all of a sudden, the the powerless building has the elevator go up. I don't know why; doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, but it shoots up to that. the yeah. attic where everybody else is, so that they don't have the Stumble to get back up, I guess. But Rosie's all like, who is that hunk that came in with your daughter?
0: That was, okay, so that's, like, my favorite scene. Because <laughs> they had the
1: music and yes. shit? Yeah. He gets
0: a slow, like, if he had hair, he would have had his, like, hair flip moment. Yeah. Like, he gets this <laughs> slow motion-ass, like, I can't believe it's not butter. Dreamweaver. Like, oh, my God. That's what my coffee's called, by the way. Dream <laughs> really? Meter? Yeah. I was like, I thought of it. Oh, <laughs> okay, Anyway, it was so stupid, um but it was just perfect at the same time. it like, is it's pretty absolutely fun. ridiculous because it's
1: not Charlie's not like the the biggest looker, but
0: God know, but it's just it's it works and it's funny, and <laughs> I laughed really hard, probably harder than I should have, same with like the the critter that was farting, like I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I don't understand, but again, I'm like twelve, so
1: <laughs> well, give,
0: give me a fart joke, I'm gonna laugh at it and then like <laughs> that like it literally was so what fabio esque like right. he's just missing long glorious hair cuz he just like gets this slow motion with the music and the like super cheesy 80s music in the background like he's such an uber hunk like <laughs> like 10 seconds and, and I'm she's like, all like
1: hanging all over him during oh, yeah. the movie thank by you. the way
0: thank you for saving us. thank you <laughs> thank you he's like
1: okay by the way like after this they're all like trying to figure out what they're gonna do next and uh the the kids are like what about Marsha? and i was telling christina when we watched this point i was like you see you see Marsha hanging from the wire and she's on fire screaming for <laughs> her life <lights. laughs> <laughs> Like, if they would have cut to that, I would have fucking lost it, dude. Oh, my
0: God. It would have been great. I mean, it would have been sad. Because but... the fire's in the basement,
1: and she's literally been, she's right hanging there. right there by it. Yeah, so it's I like... <laughs> That would have been great.
0: I forgot about her like most of the movie. <laughs> like, Well, yeah,
1: they just oh, show her swinging every swinging. now and often. Yeah. yeah, okay.
0: And she's trying to use the payphone. I'm like, bitch, you got 25 cents? <laughs> Are you going to make a phone call? <laughs> like, here we go. I hate operators or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on?
1: But the critters, they finally make their way into the attic and they uh trap the stripe one. It like rolls really fast like Sonic the Hedgehog and shoots at um the old man and he wraps the blanket around it. <laughs> and then fucking DiCaprio goes ham hey, on um, beating it with a mag light. <laughs> he's just you see like the green blood coming through the blanket. It's kinda like he's just like going ham on that yeah. fucking thing, dude.
0: He went, he went a little crazy.
1: And then you see, like, one of the, the other um, critters is blowing bubbles, like, everywhere he goes. So he's, like, always, every time he, like, makes a noise, bubbles come out, which is kind of cute. Um But it comes after, like, Mrs. Menjis, the old lady, and she like literally just chops it in one shot like with a fucking like,
0: giant ass cleaver. Dude,
1: that was cool. And then you see the bubbles come out of its open.
0: Hilarious. Yeah, That
1: was cool. Hilarious. I thought that was kind of fun.
0: It was. That was a cute little touch. I was like, oh. And then this is where uh, it's death bubbles
1: <laughs> earlier in the movie, like apparently Charlie dropped this like electronic bullet or something. And like,
0: no, Leonardo sh- DiCaprio found it in the in the forest. Right. After he launched himself out of that hole.
1: Right. And then yeah. he was like, I don't know what it is. It looks like some sort of electronic bullet. And they use it somehow to like shoot yeah. one of the other critters out of the window. And then it like <laughs> shoots into the sky and explodes like a firework. <laughs> was so it's kind of ridiculous because it didn't blow up. Yeah, it's weird. It like blew up and then it like you could see it swinging towards the camera and then it exploded. <laughs> so it was like delayed. So I don't know. It was probably just a mess up on their part. I only had one shot to not miss this opportunity.
0: <laughs> only one shot. <laughs>
1: But the, uh, the, Mom's spaghetti. you find out that the striped one isn't dead. The one that got fucking hit, like smashed with a mag light under the thing and it climbs to the roof and starts to charge at the little boy who's sitting on the edge of the roof for no fucking reason. Like seriously, why are you leaving a five year old sitting on the edge of a roof?
0: Yeah. Well, he's trying to, he's trying to look for the chick that's dangling from a cord.
1: Oh, yeah. Marsha. Marsha. Yeah, yeah. He's trying
0: to make sure she's okay. But he's just sitting there by himself, though.
1: Like, you just don't do that.
0: (laughs) No. I mean, he's not the best, like, people all around. He's five, so he's gonna do what he wants, but...
1: (laughs) Well, you see the striped creature fucking critter go spin up like fucking Sonic the Hedgehog again, and then dart out, and Charlie sees it and jumps and grabs the critter as it's launching at the child. He sort of taps the little kid as he's jumping or something. I don't know what happens. I was
0: like, and he still falls off the roof anyway. (laughs) Like, the fuck?
1: (laughs) You see, like, little Timmy fall backwards. (laughs) I I don't know what his fucking name is. Little Johnny fall back, and his sister catches him. And it's this really funny struggle to keep a 40-pound child, if that.
0: Yeah, but she's not much bigger yeah but
1: come on just grab him and pull him up but they're having this struggle and they're like hang on johnny's like my hand is slipping my hand is slipping at that moment i was like picturing in my mind her going you remember that time you told dad about me smoking pot yep
0: Fuck Bye. You. <laughs> oh. like, be an only child <laughs> do the thing now
1: dad will love me more exactly <laughs>
0: that's what I was thinking I'm like you're upset that your dad doesn't spend enough time with you drop your brother <laughs> it's fucked up murder it's fine it'll look like an accident
1: so anyway they th- she throws her ch- the child out into the street yeah, and she it hits its head just flips him off
0: and she lets him go and
1: it hits its head on a car and then rolls out like with his leg broken it's
0: pretty great <laughs> I'm just out of control. Eyes popping out.
1: No, she saves the kid, and everyone helps. is happy, and then it's the daytime, and, like, the whole building is on fire, and...
0: Well, they're all still screaming help at the top of this building, and I'm like, where are they? Yeah. You know? Like, that's another thing that makes me not understand or believe that it's supposed to be Los Angeles, is because it's, like...
1: I thought it was supposed to be New dead, York. I, I got so confused.
0: Like, no one around. Yeah. They're in, like, an industrialized area, when they're, like, the only apartment building around apparently and like no one's out there and I'm like, yeah. this is not Los well Angeles. that's
1: right it is it is supposed to be in like a city of some sort but a yeah city. because like grover's bend is in santa clarita technically and i don't think they i don't know it's so confusing where everything is in the movie it's dumb but everyone is happy, and Charlie's in the basement making some sort of like like double checking to make sure there's no crate eggs laying around or something like that. And he finds a couple in the in the in the um the dryer, and he pulls them out. and He's like, ah, he's like, I'm gonna, he's like, I'm gonna take these out. Basically, he points his gun at it, and his chest goes off like an alarm, and it's that electronic doodad that that Ugg gave fucking Bradley in the first movie, and it's like. He drops it or something, and it shines something on the wall. It's like a laser, and uh, it's Ugg, and he's breaking some sort of code because these are literally the last two critter eggs in the entire
0: galaxy or universe. not allowed to destroy them because they're the last... You can't destroy something that's about to be extinct, so he's gonna send a fucking retrieval receptacle or whatever, specimen... thing to pod a, a pod to yeah. pick the eggs up and he wants charlie to put the pod or the eggs in the pod and then send them on their way
1: which it crashes through several layers of the building apparently into the basement where he's at and that's where it says
0: to be continued yeah
1: and uh yeah that's pretty it much is. it
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the worst part about all of that was that they break up this whole sequence like this last scene this like five minutes of this last scene they they extend because they're stopping it every like 30 fucking seconds to show the credits. Right. And I'm like, this is completely unnecessary and annoying. Especially when you start watching the fourth one and it's the same shit you just watched. Well, I think
1: (laughs) what it is is that they had already kind of gained some sort of notoriety for people waiting at the end of the the trailer to find out what happened next. And so they were just trying to kind of like bleed it out because they knew they were doing the next one and it was going to come out a year later or something. So
0: it's dumb, but I like it.
1: So the next movie we have, obviously, in the franchise, the last movie is Critters 4, and that came out technically a year later, although IMDb sometimes posts the time when it was made rather than when it released. Um, But the story of Critters 4 is, after being cryogenically frozen and waking up on a space station in the near future... The Critters aim to have the unwitting crew for lunch or dinner. Who knows what time it is in space?
0: No one knows. (laughs) Uh,
1: Also, the movie is directed by and partial story credit by Rupert Harvey, which you already mentioned. Uh, Barry Opper also was the original producer from all these movies. So he also helped with the story on that. Got a screenplay by David J. Shao. Uh, who we already mentioned in the last one, so no need to go over it again. Some of the cast, of course, we have Don Opper returns as Charlie again. Terrence Mann returns as Ugg slash Johnny Steele. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a new guy, Paul Whitthorn, Whitthorn, excuse me, and uh, his name is Ethan in this movie. He's like an engineer in space or whatever. He was in the Hey Dude TV series, the Flash TV series in the 90s, and a movie called Prey of the Chameleon. Which I've never seen, but I watched the trailer just out of curiosity. It looks terrible. It's the about a woman who's a serial killer and she can change. She takes over people's lives like in single white female style mm. and then like kills them or something. Uh,
0: cool concept. You're probably poorly executed.
1: It wasn't really, it didn't look really great. Mm. Um, also it has Anders Hove, who is Captain Rick the dick. E- yeah is. perfect yeah <laughs> that's what i called him it's
0: fucking gross
1: he's uh radu in all the subspecies movies one through four i guess i think there might be more but he was in those all the way up to the awakening he was also in nymphomaniac volume one lars von trier movie he's also oh, in yeah. terribly happy uh i it just looked interesting N- interesting name Quite a few uh, other movies. Uh, he is from Greenland, so I'm sure he probably has some movies out there that I've. We probably some of us may not have heard of, but sorry if I missed anything. Also stars the great Angela Bassett, who is Fran, who was also in the Flash '90s TV show. And might be part of the reason why she got this role. Probably. Um, she was also in Boys in the Hood, Malcolm X, Innocent Blood, Vampire in Brooklyn. Strange Days, Green Lantern, Black Panther, American Horror Story. has many characters, including the one coming up, apparently. Uh, It also stars Brad Dourif, who plays Albert. We already kind of talked about what um, he's done. Obviously, Chucky. Derp. Um Derp. any of the child's play movies other than the new one that's coming out, by the way.
0: I don't know. He's not gonna be in that at all.
1: Nope. They don't they want any they wanted to start a whole new thing, so Whatever. they also have he was in the movie Dune, the Lynch version. He was in Blue Velvet, another Lynch movie, Murder, She Wrote, <laughs> The Exorcist 3, Spontaneous Combustion, Graveyard Shift, and many, many, many more.
0: Lord of the Rings, too, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was also... uh Another guy that we've also talked about here in the past is uh Eric Daray. I think that's how you say his name. He plays Bernie as the pill popper. He's in Twin Peaks show, the new and old one, the movie. He's also in Starship Troopers, Lost Highway, and... Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better watch out! Oh, yeah, okay. Remember? He was yeah. the guy that, like, yep. tried to help, didn't help the girl when she was getting manhandled through the door?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> she was the He was the brother, I think, in that movie, right?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Weird. He looks a little different in this one, he but... it
0: looks like he's trying to be, uh, what's his name?
1: I always think of him as Bobby in Twin Peaks. Pliny Tail. Yeah.
0: Um, not Sylvester Stallone, but, like... Is it Stallone? He looks like he's trying Uh, to be... Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. There it is. Thank you. Yeah. He looks like he's trying to be Steven Seagal.
1: Might be. uh,
0: Especially in this movie. I'm like, good God.
1: (laughs) This, very much like part three, by the way, is straight to video, of course. Um, The Creatures, again, like all the Critters movies, are done by the Kyoto Brothers, so nothing new there. But what did you think about this movie, Brittany?
0: (sighs) Um, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I... I, (laughs)
1: You don't know. I don't
0: know. Like it's like it's hard for me to form an opinion on it because it's like I kind of liked it, but I also hated it at the same time. Right. I wanted. I don't. I want to know like where the critters are for like ninety percent of the film. I don't feel like there's a lot of them in it. Yeah. So I don't really see the point of it being part of the franchise if they're not really in- included. Yeah. Because they're. I mean, combined, there's, they're probably only only in the movie for like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Ish. I'm s- surprised that. I'm not that surprised that Brad Dorf's a part of it, to be honest, like because he's done some other
1: not so great not films. so great
0: shit. But Angela Bassett, I'm like, how the fuck did you land her? Yeah, that's for this a, fucking movie. That's like, like
1: right before she blew up too.
0: I like lost my shit when I saw that she was in this. I was like, Angela like it comes down the credit, Angela Bassett, what the fuck?
1: I know. Christine was like, She looks familiar and she fell asleep yeah. and then went to bed and I was like, that's Angela Bassett. That's Angela
0: Bassett. Yeah. Like, I was like, I thought she was going to have a small ish kind of role. I didn't think she was going to be, like, that, pre- like, right. prevalent of a character, but right. she she's in it from the entire, like, start to finish, basically. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Good on them for, like, not killing a black character off, by the way.
1: Yeah. She pretty much. That's she...
0: pretty cool. She goes to the end of the movie. Yeah. So, she gets slapped real fucking hard, which I was like, wow. It's
1: a very diverse movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but she also beats the shit out of some people too. Dude, so she's, she's
0: fucking great. Like she's, <laughs> it's, it's Angela Bassett. Like she's great in everything she does. Like this movie is garbage for the most part, and she's still awesome. I think it like, has it's not value. garbage, but it's like you know, and it, it's hard to say that because there's like some parts where I feel like it's total bullshit and it's stupid. But then there's other parts of this movie that I really liked. So sure, I I don't know. It, it's hard for me to pick a like make a straight opinion about like whether I like it or not because I'm like so on the fence about it. But. Right. It's the worst in the franchise, in my opinion. Okay. Um, mainly it's just because fair. it doesn't feel critterzy to me. Yeah. It, it's a different movie. It's basically like a space alien like type. F- I don't know. And then they just—it's a w- the story doesn't make a whole lot of sense, and it strays a lot. It reminds me like it's trying too much to be like Alien, Event Horizon, like all the other right alien in space attack movies. Right. You know, and it's like biting off of those, and it's like it just doesn't work. For okay. this movie because they're trying, it's trying to be part of a franchise, right? Sure. A franchise that they barely include what made the franchise. Like the critters are barely a part of it, and that bothers me the most out of anything. But uh Brad Dorf and Angela Bassett are really good in it. Wanna be Steven Seagal is okay <laughs> in it. I, I, I dunno doofy. It's kind of annoying dick. too, but
1: he plays a good dick, kinda.
0: He's not really a dick though. He's just a
1: flippant asshole that's out for himself. He
0: just wants to get drugs. Yeah. Like, that's fine. I get it. I hated the captain, Rick yeah, the Dick, oh, or whatever. Yeah. I was super glad when he you got on. You mean his. Radu? <laughs> whatever. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> he's so irritating. So, like, and he's just gross. Yeah. Like, if the second you're introduced to his characters, he's ugh.
1: like, what the fuck?
0: But I what don't we- know. They did a good ish job with what was written for them to do. And I feel like they did okay with, like, developing these characters um, and writing out these characters. Like, they gave them enough of substance to actually, like, Be relatable, okay, and they're not totally just there for no reason, right? Kind of a thing. Like you, you develop opinions about each person when you don't really get to spend that much time with them. Mm -hmm. Which is, it's pretty well written for those people when you think about it that way. So, I mean, it could have been a million times worse, worse, and I expected it to be, especially when I see it. It's going to be critters in space. I'm like, oh lord, (laughs) this is going to be ridiculous. But I was kind of hoping that it was going to be like us going to like the critters' like home planet or something, and. See yeah. some crazy, like, fragile rock shit or whatever, which I would have been super down for.
1: Well, you're, you're, uh.
0: And that's not at all what I got, so I'm a little sad. <laughs> like, There's
1: some stuff in the trivia that I have to tell you about that you'll really? be like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's what I was expecting from it. And I didn't, obviously, didn't get that. So I just got like another wannabe alien movie. And I was like, God damn it. I
1: mean, I definitely kind of agree with you. I'm a little, I have a little bit of a different couple of points here, though. Is that one that I felt like it was a missed opportunity for me in a lot of areas? Part three wasn't amazing. And this one was more of the same, only way more cheese log a little bit and darker as fuck. Yeah. Like we got Charlie back in space.
0: I will give them that. It is a lot darker. It's not (coughs) fun. It's not a fun Critters movie. It's definitely very serious. Yeah,
1: very serious. I thought so, too. We got, you know, like I said, we got Charlie back in space with the Critters in space bumping into a crew of humans on a salvage ship, not aliens, which this entire franchise kicks it off with aliens. And it's like, I just feel like, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me that they went back to space necessarily so much. But what it does bother me is that we weren't able to be treated to any kind of creatures, like a group of people being in different, you know what I mean? Like just different yeah. diversity of aliens and shit. Like it just would have made it so much more interesting. Like where the bounty hunters were really interesting. Right. Because they're, you're curious about them. You know, some of the ideas in this were okay, but even those had missed opportunities in them, too. And there's probably a little bit to explain on that in the trivia. I wrote this sort of before um I did the trivia on this. But it did have Brad Dorf, Angela Bassett, and Anders Ho from Subspecies in it. So it, it, it's... Got a pretty decent cast, but, yeah. It really does, you know. And and by the way, the '90s always seemed to be about taking movies and franchises into space. Essentially, saying this is where it goes when I've run out of ideas or when I want the franchise to die. Like we've got Critters Four in 1992 in space, Hellraiser Bloodline 1996 in space oh my god that's right leprechaun 4 1997 in space jason x or 10 in space but that was in 2001 whatever a little late to my sort of theories party but i still don't doubt it was written in the 90s you know what i mean that they take
0: everything to space to kill franchises basically right what it feels like they
1: even had fucking dracula 3000 which takes it to space which is like holy shit that was in 2004 but still you get my point yeah but either way you know and like you said i feel like it is definitely an alien nod like big time. Like this is totally almost like the same sort of scenario of alien and how they're like salvage ships or whatever the fuck the typical space fucking shit that you run into. But I just don't understand why a lot of these franchises wanted to go to space so much. I know. So space
0: right. is cool. I get yeah. it.
1: But I don't want to get into it too much, but I don't hate every single movie that's in space by the way. Yeah. So I don't but either. This one isn't a terrible watch, and now that I've actually seen enough terrible films, you know, by doing this <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> For real. And and, and I've also never years seen so of so many bad movies. Right. Like
1: it really shines a different light on these kind of movies that I thought were terrible before, and really they were just a disappointment. <laughs> like I feel like a lot of people get lost up in disappointment in calling a bad movie a bad movie when really when you've seen something as bad as I always mention, how like seven <laughs> You, and, and and or and there's probably worse than that. Oh, okay. Obviously,
0: I'm sure there is.
1: But it does. This movie does yield a few fun surprises in the movie, so I can't hate it. And it's a different tone than the rest. Like it is super dark, like we mentioned. It's also you know more critters in some way. I don't mean more as in there's a lot more in this movie. Like it should have gone just more critters in general. And I won't feel bad for watching this one again when I go down the franchise hole in the future again. So it's not like a big deal. I'd say huge fans of Critters movies will be fine with this. Most will detest it. I don't think it was all that bad. I just It just missed a lot of opportunities to make some aliens and a better story. But, you know, it makes more sense knowing that they didn't have really that much budget after talking about part three. And, you know, I'm just coming from a, a viewer perspective, though, and what my expectations are, not knowing the history of it. I really want, wish I could have seen it go a little bit more 80s sci fi crazy.
0: Yeah, I agree. So,
1: but I'd probably give this one probably a four. What did you say you would give it?
0: Did I? I don't think I rated it yet.
1: What did you, what would you give it? I
0: see. About
1: a four? About four. So that's yeah, like a four or, like or three less. And a half or a four. Yeah. Compared against the other films, anyway, but it's, yeah,
0: it's. I said it's the worst of the franchise, in my opinion, um, oh. which I hold by so. right. And if you went Understand as far that.
1: as three, anyway, and you've never seen it, or maybe I mean, if you like Charlie in general and you're a fan of him in any regard, this is really just the story of Charlie becoming a man, pretty much. You know what I mean, or a bounty hunter.
0: Right. I'm a bounty, bounty hunter! hunter. Stop <laughs> <I'm> saying it. <laughs> God so damn yeah, it.
1: this movie gets a four. Three gets a five. So you pretty much already know our order. I think, but we will have to like iron out at the end here.
0: No, mine's literally in order franchise order of appearance, like one, two, three, four.
1: Okay. That's kind of by him too. So spoiler yeah. alert.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: Well, there is a little bit of trivia on this. I didn't go wild on it, nor did the fucking documentarians of red shirt productions, but they were saying that uh, Rupert, the director wasn't all too happy about the critters for part four because the Kyoto brothers had pretty much blown their budget on the, the, the critters that were supposed to be carried on in, into the next movie. Right. Uh, and they weren't going to put all their like special help on it. And they just had their crew work on it. And so he was not happy about how they ended up. But he also wanted to make this movie so dark in tone and like make it like this completely other thing that I, I think it kind of changed it for a lot of people. Even Barry Opper said that he wouldn't l- let his 10 or 11-year-old kid watch the fourth one because of its dark tone.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, I liked that about it. Right, I feel like like, it could have been
1: wild and crazy at that point.
0: Right, it's not as silly, but I'm like, at the same time, if you're going to go that kind of route, (laughs) these aren't really, like, the the creatures to do it. Right. You know?
1: I think he just wanted to do his version, and this is the only movie he did, right?
0: Yeah. I think. Wait, who are we talking about?
1: Uh... Rupert? I don't remember. As
0: far as directing, I know yeah, that he, he only, only did wrote this. three and four, so yeah, he probably only did he, direct, directed this too.
1: Yeah, he only directed this, and uh, he actually is a producer. He actually helped produce um, Critters 3. Uh, he did Crossworlds Bones, and he's helping produce the TV series Critters the new binge coming up. Oh, that's cool. So, um, also, I did want to mention, I forgot to mention this earlier, guys, but the writer on this movie, who is David J. Shao, uh, or Show, I hope I'm saying that right, he is working on an anthology film called Splatterpunk that has yeah. me super curious. I know, I am too. So you be, you guys might want to keep your eyes out for that it's one. It's
0: in Post right now, right?
1: I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see it say Post or anything. It just I saw it as like, you might be right about Post, though. But back on trivia, the set that they did for this, I thought was pretty cool. And they talk about it quite a bit because they said that the guy who worked on it did like magic. And yeah, like that's not bad. The the one of the producers who worked on the set design and everything like that actually went on to work for Lord of the Rings. So he's obviously not doing too bad, right? And he learned how to squeeze a nickel for every you know penny it's got. It's you know nice. what I mean? So they were even going to use the set of that to try to... David Shaw was like, hey, why don't we make it quick Roger Corman, 10, 11-day shoot sort of movie with the same set because it's just like a waste if we don't and they never got to. So... But it was a pretty cool set. Like, I thought it was a decent yeah. set.
0: Didn't they use pieces from some other movie?
1: Uh, maybe. They usually do that kind of stuff in studios, yeah. but I don't think so. I, I think they like just use left- trash.
0: Leftover pieces from some other like alien movie or some shit. Oh, they
1: did have... Um, I think it was in part three, uh, Critters 3... They had something from like uh, Commando, some of the leftover stuff from Commando. Hmm. But I don't think in part four, I don't remember hearing anything anyway. But they were going to make a haunted space movie with that set that they never got to to do. Oh, that would be cool. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have really many that many. I
0: like weird space like space movies. So I, I, don't know. I like, like
1: weird cheesy fucking like Roger Corman '80s <laughs> fucking uh, sci-fi hor- movies, like sci-fi yeah. horror. So. Um,
0: I, I agree with that. I don't hate everything that goes to space either, but
1: they were kind of talking about how all of them like wrapping it all the whole franchise up and like what they thought of it and were they proud of it? And, and they all were very proud to be have worked on it and they really loved the franchise, regardless of how well it did. They just were, they said they never had any issues working on any of the movies ever. And it was just, a, it was a pleasure. They only have fond memories, but the Kyoto brothers said that they would, and this is where I, mentioned you earlier why you might like this but they said that they would love to see what happened on the prison asteroid sector 17 before it in a prequel and why they got sent to that yeah on the prison planet or prison asteroid
0: yeah, missed opportunity. And he was like, man,
1: that's a really good idea. They should do that. That's
0: cool. Maybe they'll do that for the series.
1: Yeah. I mean, they talk about it. They kind of left it open for people to do what they wanted after it. But
0: Are the brothers involved for the um, series, too? I,
1: I don't see anything about them being on the new binge. Uh, mm. So it doesn't say who's working on Critters a New Binge uh, for it just yet, but uh, we'll check it out. Okay. We'll see. So, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll get credits just for, like, their design. It's their
0: original creation. Yeah,
1: because it is, They that's kind of what they do with, like, story. That's why you see uh, Gary Brander on every fucking Hallie movie. Really? Yeah. Even though, like, he had really nothing to do with all of them, <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> He's probably like, stop, including me.
1: But that's pretty much all I had for the trivia anyway, so.
0: Yeah, there's not a lot for either of these movies.
1: Yeah. Well, these aren't the most popular ones. And it's, it's, you're lucky to have found anything really. Yeah. And
0: that's how I felt. So I was like, eh, I didn't like three pieces of information. It's good enough.
1: At this point, we're probably going to be spoiling a lot for you guys. So if you don't want to listen, if you do, let's go down the fucking hellhole together. Let's do this. So the movie starts off with pretty much how the third one ended with the whole pod crashing, Charlie putting the eggs in the storage. And then he gets accidentally shut in in this movie. Yeah, fast forward to space, like they show space, and all of a sudden you see what it looks like. You're zooming through space, but really it's just a kid juggling balls that look like planets. Um, And he's marking his calendar, and it's July 2342, 500 years into the future. (laughs) So he's on the spaceship, and you see Brad Dorff's character, Angela Bassett, too, and the crew find the pod in space. And they're looking to score a little beer money, as they say. That's what Bradley Dor Brad Dorff's character says, Al. But they uh, they get a call from Tetra of the TerraCorp or Terracorp, and offer the salvage ship three times the regular salvage price. And they he's about to argue with the TerraCorp guy, Rick uh, Rick the Dick, the captain, and Angela makes it go fuzzy, and she's like, "Hold on, we're I think we're losing up. you." Huh? It's
0: UG, by the way, Terracorp guy or whatever. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah,
1: but they don't say his name yet. Yeah,
0: because Charlie hasn't.
1: But Angela, Angela Bassett, uh, she loses the signal on purpose because she can tell that the captain's like going to try to like get more out of him, and she's like, take the offer. She's like, because they apparently are afraid of Terracorp, so they don't want to mess with them because they they're kind of like new to them they're aliens to them but they it's 500 years in the future so they kind of have some idea of them and uh they they end up landing near one on one of Terracor's like nearest stations which is like three days fucking travel time away and they find that it's derelict and abandoned and everybody is left and then they find out you know that basically, later on, you find out that the core of the the station is about to explode, which is a big thing, but they get on the ship, and they're all going their different ways. Bernie wants to find the pharmacy to hook up on drugs. Angela bassett's character, Fran, goes to the shower, and while Fran's showering, Captain Rick the Dick tries to put on the moves on her in the That's shower
0: hilarious,
1: yeah, and she's like and he's like handing her a towel, and she gets she punches him in the face and he's like all wet and his fit, the look on his face is pretty fucking priceless. Yeah, it was good. That was actually really good. Like, he looked really angry. And like the other guys, Bernie and like somebody else is like laughing.
0: It's, it's uh, yeah, it's Brad dorff's character. Oh, Al. Al, and then... Bernie, you're laughing at him, and then Ethan's like just mind your own fucking and business. Ethan gets shoved into the wall a second time, and he didn't even do anything. Yeah,
1: like Jesus, poor little dude. And he storms off louder than an eight year old. You know that has to go to bed. <laughs> poor little fella. No. <laughs> But he decides to, of course, beat on the pod because he's angry about his genitalia not being touched and his face getting smashed by fucking badass Angela Bassett.
0: So great.
1: And he's like trying to figure out what's inside, I guess. And then he shoots it a few times with like his big ass laser gun. Meanwhile, Al, Brad Dorf's character and Ethan, tricked the computer to give them access to the station. And how they do it is so stupid. Like, they're making fun of the model because it's an old station, and they're making fun of, like, the AI unit inside of the station, which is named Angela. And they simply say they want to get access to security because they realize that the ship's going to blow up. Right. So in order for Brad to get her to give him access, she's like, you do not have clearance. And she was like, Angela, do not give me access to security absolutely do not she's like security access granted like that's not how ai works it's
0: like this reverse psychology type like concept yeah like
1: it's a stupid. fucking looney tunes joke yeah you know what i mean
0: stupid and then he's like oh just like my ex wife yeah <laughs> yeah he did say or that whatever like she does can't the, believe it just tell, like my yeah, ex wife does whatever does the opposite of whatever i tell her and i'm like oh fuck off <laughs>
1: So stupid. It's funny, though. Uh, But they find out, you know, the station's nuclear core and, you know, it's about to go critical in what they say a month. And that's why everyone left. But it it does seem to be like a running gag in the movie with that AI voice, Angela, as Ethan can't figure out how to take the elevator anywhere because the AI is arguing with him. He's like, (laughs) take me down to floor four. And she's like, down is a relative term in space where we do not have a down or up.
0: I know, It's was like, oh my god That and was like, like five minutes of shenanigans
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty ridiculous I was
0: like, just walk there, take the stairs they, you Gotta he, have stairs
1: <laughs> They don't really show how he figures it out But he takes it down to the loading bay um, Where they drop the fucking pod off For the terracore people And he runs into Captain Rick Who is having a Tommy Wiseau moment and uh and boy does he look sort of act like him too a little bit in this moment i don't know why like i'm not trying to make fun of him because i liked him in subspecies and everything but like he does for whatever reason seeing him be normal kind of reminds me of tommy was so what are you doing (laughs) mark like i don't fucking know but like he he decides he's gonna beat the shit out of ethan of course with a fire extinguisher across the face and then chains him up, too, for some fucking weird reason. Like, angry as fuck. Like, he's still mad his genitals are small.
0: Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's just some, like, man rage.
1: Yeah, <laughs> totally.
0: Weird man rage. I he, get it.
1: He finally cracks open the pod and Charlie fumbles out like, Oh, thank you, man. You, you saved my life. I've been in there forever. And then uh he searches the pod cabin. He's like, well, clearly you're not. He's like, are you it? Uh, there's got to be something more in it than you. And Charlie's like, we're in space, aren't we? Are we in space? Yeah, I think we're in space. Charlie, but
0: so stupid. <laughs> he goes
1: the the Rick the Dick captain goes in there, and he had accidentally shot the cooling bay for inside of the pod with his laser gun, which the you know the crate hatches and like comically one of them bites his arm and then jumps into his mouth. Dope. With his little legs kicking. It was so cute. <laughs> it
0: was so cute. He's got like little duck legs. <laughs> <laughs> so I, don't, I loved it so much. It was the cutest shit. Because it looked kind of gory. It's fucking creepy. Like, it's yeah. weird. Like, because his mouth is all expanded out because this fucking critter is inside eating him from the inside of his mouth and his throat and shit, literally. It's fucked up. Like, it I is, thought so. It's pretty gory. And he, you know, he's banging, banging, banging this one critter against the wall a million times. The one that's on its arm, as he's just getting eaten alive from the inside of his mouth. with this other critter that's kicking its little feet, he's like, you know, like <laughs> I don't know, like it cracked me up. And it was it
1: chokes him out though, and, and he yeah, dies. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it was and just kind of so fun.
0: I loved his death. His death was the, like the most brutal.
1: Yeah, you fucking die, you piece of shit, but asshat, Charlie. There's good. like this little comical moment in there too, where like Charlie is fumbling with a laser gun. And you see the, like, blue light on top of one of the critters' heads. And he shoots off the hair of one of the critters. Do you remember? And it was, like, a little baby critter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor thing. Yeah, kind like, of no like they did anymore.
1: in part two where he's like, bitchin'. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was kind of silly. It was a little funny moment. But then... uh Charlie uh, helps down Ethan and they both kind of go to find the critters and like he tells them the story about everything. But the other part of the crew goes down to the bay and finds dead Captain Rick the dick. And uh they kind of are like, where's Ethan? You know, like, what's going on? Like, they they don't understand what's happened, but they see like some weird shits happening. But Ethan and Charlie end up falling into the disposal system in this like weird Star Wars homage. Remember? Yeah. Like which Angela, the station AI, says they will dump the waste with them in it and they're like, We're not waste and and she's like, Waste does not actually respond and I do not accept uh waste speaking to me or something I, like I, that.
0: I, yeah. Pretty much like I don't listen to waste particles or something like that. Yeah. Which is a running joke that occurs again later when it's really funny when it does actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At the end I was like nah fucking bitch
1: (laughs) right they pull the uh you know the old opposite game i don't take
0: orders for waste products or something like that yeah yeah
1: but they pull that old opposite game with her again and she falls for it and lets them out but it just stops the counter of disposing them out into space and they go through a air vent
0: i guess like the most strangely placed air vent in the world
1: right like which is kind of weird like but whatever it's you know it's a low budget film so Charlie, he then finds out that he's 500 years old. And this is where Bernie's a huge prick. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, wait, let me see your ID. Like, Ethan's like, let me see your ID. And he's like, he's like this is like 50 years expired. And he's like, 50 years? It was just, ne- oh, it's probably expires next year. And he's like, no. And then they find out that he's like, it should be 1991 or whatever the fuck it was. And he was like. Uh Charlie, it's two thousand three hundred and forty two. You're half a century old. And he's like, Wait, so that means everyone I know, yep, they're dead. <laughs> fucking toast Bernie's all yelling at him. I'm like, damn, hey, dude.
0: He needs his drugs, okay? Yeah. He's clearly fiending. He's like, I don't
1: wanna have this conversation. Yeah. Just give me fucking they're Adderall. Dead. Fuck you. <laughs> I need some Adderalls, from fucking
0: <laughs> whatever these blue space pills. What's are. the
1: synthetic heroin called? Fucking uh Oxycotton.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And it's like give me some oxycotton. God damn it, his, gri- his gr his <laughs> gr
0: Meth- fucking <bone>. stupid
1: ass. <laughs> But I'm trying
0: to think of the other one. Suboxone. That's that's, the word I'm looking for.
1: He is actually craving like drugs at that point in time. So he starts rummaging through the station's pharmacy because he finds like the key card or whatever. And he's like in heaven and he drops it all over the floor and shit. And they're like, hey, there's critters coming outside of your door. You might want to get out of there like right now. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Let me, I'll be there in a second. Like, no, now. Like, you're going to die, dildo. Yeah, well. So, he dies, of course, which two critters decide to kill him on top of his pills. Drug addict. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's no. like gold, you know? Drug
0: addict mentality. I don't give a fuck. I just need your drugs. <laughs> Who cares? A gun to your head. And it's like, if you have the option to take your drugs, you're going to get take your drugs. As,
1: as he's dying, he's like trying to crush up some pills. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I ain't going out like this. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> Motherfucker. Steven Seagal.
1: But uh, no, but uh Al, Brad Dorf's character is like, let's get the fuck out of here. Oh,
0: why I hate him, by the way, why he annoys oh, me yeah. is because he smacks his gum the entire fucking movie. Like, he has gum in his mouth the whole time, and he's, like, smacking it as he's talking and chewing
1: oh. loudly. I hate that. Oh, I see what you so mean. So it's like
0: a big pet peeve thing for me.
1: Right, okay.
0: So... Yeah, I didn't. I love Brad Doriff so I You was better like, watch
1: yourself now and everybody's going to hear your voice when you when you do it and I won't be able to cut him out. <laughs> You're fucked, Brady. You set the precedents. I'm just kidding.
0: I I don't know. I don't like gum smacking and noises. I was wondering why you didn't me. like him. I it's I know. So anno- the whole I can't listen to him talk because it's like I get so distracted. You know what I mean? It's like when people chew food with their mouth open. Or right. Talk with food in their mouth. Sure. Like I, Bothers you. Or when I'm talking to someone on the phone and they're eating on the other end. I, you know what see, I, mean? I don't like, mind that. I can't do it. I don't like listening to people. I mean, if they're chew. like
1: chomping down, like I'll tell people, I'll yeah. be like, yo, dude, I'm eating because you called me in the middle of me eating.
0: Yeah, I, I can't stand like people chewing. I don't know. It's a weird. It's a. Wait, stop. Nope. <laughs> nope.
1: Anyway. It's a weird trigger
0: thing for me. I don't I don't know. And it's it's not uncommon. A lot of people hate it, but. <laughs>
1: So, but he does say one thing that I did like, which is like, let's get the fuck out of here. I don't give a fuck about anybody or anything. They can deal with this mess themselves. Yeah. And they run and the station detects a leak suddenly. So clearly the station's about to blow because the, uh, the radiation or something. I don't know. And then it locks them in a hallway, but they escape somewhere through some bottom floor access yeah. panel and meanwhile the critters have accessed the station's main hub they're like sitting at the big desk and like typing all comically yeah. and like looking for an escape, co- escape pod and they like set a course for Earth <laughs> like a show that they're headed back to Earth but um they finally get on the salvage ship that they were originally on, and Al shows Charlie his antique revolver and bullets. And this was kind it was of like
0: Colt like, forty five. Yeah, whatever. it
1: was like a Colt forty five, which is
0: pretty funny.
1: And he's like, he's like, well, I'm always been a thirty eight special kind of man, <laughs> you know, myself. And and he's like, handing delicately, handing him. He's like, do you have any bullets for these? And he's like Yeah, and he like opens it like five. delicately like it's some <laughs> antique dealer and he just grabs them and he's just like whatever <laughs> Charlie's it's like,
0: like five of the bullets.
1: He's like, I don't know if they'll work. There might be a, a, a few in there. he's like, Yeah, every now and then every I'll get a, a couple duds in there, every now and then.
0: <laughs> Such is life. Sometimes you just get some duds every now and then. Right. <laughs>
1: But the funny thing is it's like Charlie's like they 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 find the critters again, and Charlie starts firing the gun and kills one of them, but after shooting bullets into the whole fucking mainframe of the ship inside the fucking thing, and Ethan calls him a fucking idiot. He's like, "You're a fucking idiot, like, like but I got him. He's like, but I got him though, right I, I, but but, but I got I, I killed him
0: right Yeah, you fucked up the ship.
1: everybody's right like like literally hates him at this point in time. Yeah. And, uh I mean, it totally feels bad, man, <laughs> but, you know, it's like poor little Charlie. He's, he's, he's a little slow, you know what I mean? Like, don't do not do that.
0: <laughs> he's not a little slow. He was just an alcoholic, so he's fucking retarded now. He's got
1: that wet brain. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's got a squish brain.
1: But they uh, they finally get to the the salvage ship anyway, and then Ethan sort of storms off with the revolver off the uh, you know off the ship and back into the station.
0: Which I feel like at this point doesn't have any bullets left in it. But okay. I think he
1: shot like four times, so there's like two. Yeah, I think there was like two or three. I
0: think there's only five bullets.
1: I, I don't he know how shot many four were in times
0: there. at least. I don't know. Anyway. I don't think
1: I've ever shot a, col- uh, re- like, that kind of revolver, to be honest. No,
0: I just only remember there being, like, five bullets in the thing. And I think he shot four times inside the thing, so there might be one left, if that, but... Uh.
1: Well, that makes sense, then, because what happens later. Yeah. So, but he does storm off, and you don't know why he's storming off. And, then, and like, fucking Al's like, where are you going? We need you. And Ethan's like, has, like, a child tantrum at this point, and he's like, you're not my father!
0: You're not my fucking father. It's <laughs> like okay then.
1: <laughs> it's like calm down and he just like walks off. He's like fine, I'll go make a chucky movie.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you like 30 years old? Like why are you screaming you're not my father? Like what the fuck is happening?
1: I, yeah, I don't know. He's like 20s or something. I don't know. But anyway, Ethan stumbles upon some critter eggs and that that have hatched, and one is is setting up the metabolic chamber that they showed earlier in the fucking movie, making baby crites grow faster, which is is at first it excited me. You know what I mean? Because I hadn't seen this in a while and I was like getting it confused, I think, with Leprechaun 4 <laughs> and and like like Forbidden Planet, I think, or something like that. Because they kind of do something very similar in that in one of those r- movies. But I thought, like, oh, fuck, like, they're going to get really giant critters now, right? No, they just make them grow to regular part three size. Yeah, which critter size. I thought was a huge opportunity to miss, but again, the budget things, but it still kind of blows. I, I, I think I might have gotten, like I said, confused with one of those movies, Leprechaun 4 in space, because he does grow big. They have that scene, and I think Forbidden World or Forbidden Planet or whatever the fuck it is. But um so Ethan runs off as a, uh, as another ship approaches quickly, and it's Terracore. So they're ready to come pick up their salvage from the pod or whatever. And you see Charlie and the gang run into Ugg, who they're like, oh, they're here. They're here. Finally, they're going to save us. And Ugg is being like fucking dark and cold to him. And Fran walks up to Ugg and says, I don't know who you are, what you think your game is. And Ugg just fucking bitch slaps like, the fuck out of her fuck
0: like across the, i was like jesus fucking yeah Christ. she
1: like knocks out too she's yeah. like out cold and then um and then he shoots owl yeah brad doris yeah i owl, yeah. was like whoa what the fuck are you doing yeah and he just shoots him like whoa uh like calm the fuck like, down right in
0: the and i was like no no brad doris dead
1: yeah i know like just shitty death Shoot uh, the other kid <laughs> he just falls dead He does that's yeah, it Yeah,
0: that's it
1: yeah charlie's like i guess you got a promotion huh Things change things change, Charlie. Things change. And so that'll play a factor in the at the towards the yeah. end there, by the way. But Ug Samurai Storm stormtrooper looking dudes hunt down the rest of the crew, but Ethan sort of closes the door and leads them into like the metabolic chamber and they get shredded by the like remaining critters who got turned into big ones and you hear him screaming, he's like, Yeah <laughs> take that you piece of shit. <laughs>
0: you piece of shit
1: Ugg is like yelling at them at this at the other part of the crew where are they and Ethan grabs a few eggs and starts juggling them from around the corner and, and like oh I gotta be careful don't want to drop one of these and drops it and Ugg's like no and then he throws another one and he's like down to one and he chucks it up in the air over Ugg's face and then I think Angela punches him in the face Ugg
0: she fucking she uh
1: she knocks him, pistol the fuck whips
0: out. him oh yeah she fucking straight up pistol whips him because she took the gun from ethan's like uh back of his belt because he had it in his right back or whatever when he, he walked in front of over. her yeah so she took it and i was like she's gonna shoot him in the face she's gonna shoot him in the face it's gonna be awesome But instead, so she pistol whips the shit out of uh it was hilarious it was like perfect retribution. I was like, "Fuck
1: yeah!" Yeah, I was like, "Holy shit!" But yeah, so they walk away, and they and apparently one of the critters charges Ethan as they're trying to get into the ship to like escape on Ugg's ship, I guess. And he sticks the nitrogen pump in the in the critter's <laughs> mouth, and yeah, it's like screaming, and then it freezes. And he's like, "Chill out, asshole!"
0: Yeah, that was dumb not necessary <laughs> and, and
1: and you're like okay thank god that's over and then they kick it and it busts against the wall and shatters all red which is weird because it was like green blood yeah. in all of them
0: I don't
1: know anyway but it, it, he looks at Al on the floor and he's like picking up his glasses because he's like sad that, that Brad Dora's character died and uh, you see Ugg put a gun against Ethan's head like a laser pistol and uh, Charlie points the gun at Ugg and a laser pistol yeah, it must have been or something. No,
0: I'm saying I want one. It's cool.
1: Oh, of course. Who doesn't want a fucking want goddamn a laser, laser pistol? pistol. <laughs> I want a laser pistol. Pew.
0: I wanted to make that noise, though.
1: <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Oh my pew, God. Pew, pew. <laughs> that's only in Star Wars, I think. That's
0: fucking perfect. That's kind of what, that's the kind I want.
1: But during this point, they're like having this dilemma and, uh, you know, because they're all pointing guns at each other and, and fucking Charlie's like, you can't do it, Charlie. And he's like, things change, Ugg. And Ugg turns to Charlie to like try to shoot him in the head, and then Charlie just like pop right in the fucking head, right in the center of this fucking skull, and he just fucking drops like a sack of shit on the ground. And I, I, I gotta say, the twist with Ugg being this like evil fucking guy, I don't. It doesn't sit right with me. You know no, what I
0: mean? They don't explain it. There's like the no bounty I-
1: hunters were always a little cold and distant, right? But they were never fucking assholes.
0: No, and there's no explanation as to why this is happening. Right. Like, why is he all of a sudden, like, this bad person, like, that doesn't care about anybody else and wants to kill people? Right. Or the critters?
1: I think Terrence Mann did a good job as him.
0: Yeah. but Like, I don't
1: think anything wrong about Terrence Mann, but I just thought it was a weird choice. No, it
0: was weird. I didn't like it either.
1: (laughs) It it really bothered me because it's like, I was like, they're finally back after not being there in part three technically and then it's like that's what we get like no that's a huge letdown dude that's very disappointing right but they they did say in the doc in the like documentary about it they were like there was this like running theory that we made up about whether you know ug was a clone or not and there was like a good version of ug and a bad version of ug and like they could have fought later on in some other movie so like the good ug comes back or something they tossed around that idea. Um, But they ended up not doing it, and they just it's used the, the evil one.
0: That hasn't been done to death.
1: Even Terrence Mann was like, dude, I'd do another fucking Critters movie. Hell yeah. He's like, I would come back as Ugg like, any day, man.
0: Payday.
1: He's like, and they were like, well, would you come back as good UG or bad Ugg? And he was like, oh, I'd do both. I think it'd be cool to do both. And I was like, shit. So I wonder if, if that may be in the Part cards at some point. Series. Yeah. Yeah. Who
0: knows?
1: But they take an escape pod and Angela... uh The AI does a countdown for the station explode as they're drifting off in the pod, right? And she's counting down, but it, you know, when it reaches the number, it doesn't explode.
0: No, it explodes at five.
1: Oh, that's right. That's what it was. Five seconds
0: left. But before that, he says something to Angela or whatever. And she's like, I'm sorry, but I don't take orders from waste products or whatever. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. It's, and then it's like, she, she was like, over. they're
1: like, of course it did the wrong countdown. Yeah. And
0: it's like, figure she can't count either. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like the worst AI ever and one of the most fucking advanced fucking computers in the in- entire world.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, like, it's like Alexa.
1: So then for whatever reason, like, We're Angela's character, Google. Fran, and the Ethan kid get up to go do something. And like, they're like, don't touch anything, Charlie. And he like is looking like, Nervous, and then he kind of stands up, puts on his sunglass, and he sits down in the captain's chair. And he's like, "This is Captain Charles McFadden." And he pushes a red button all slow, and then the pod starts spiraling out of control. And it's like cue fun country happy music,
0: and it like goes back towards the ship that just blew up. Is that what it was? That's weird. I like, didn't it, see that. It goes backwards from the up uh, direct. The, it goes opposite directions of where it was going. And I was like, what is the point of this? It's a, it's a really
1: <laughs> weird ending for such was, a tonally dark movie. You know what bad. I mean? Like, some of the like the funny moments mm. really weren't funny because it just didn't fit. Mm-mm. It didn't fit tonally. But, yeah, he wanted this, like, stark space epic saga and the director. And, like, it was, you know, like, it had its funny moments. But the way that they drew, they made it and then put the music to it, like, the music was okay. But it was, like, dark, you know? Yeah. So,
0: also, why would you leave him alone with anything? Right, he's like a <laughs> fucking five year old. Yeah, like
1: tie him to the fucking chair, like yeah, knock him out. Whatever you're gonna do. His ass in there. He's a liability. We've talked Freeze about this in the again.
0: past. <laughs> <laughs> Freeze him. Do some. Throw him off the ship. I don't give a fuck. Like why? I'm like, of course he's gonna touch a fucking button. Like I was kind of hoping he just explode the and ship. He does it all slow, but,
1: like he's like rubbing on know, a labia or all- a nipple or something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: Red like button, playing with it, weird. You know what it? You know what it
1: reminds me of is like fucking uh, salad fingers. Where you're just like, <laughs> oh, the red water. I like when
0: the red water comes. Up. <laughs> rusty spoons, rusty spoons, salad fingers. I still haven't watched the new one.
1: I did. It's weird.
0: It's. It's always weird. Yeah, they
1: <laughs> took him like ten months to make that, so it's, I wouldn't expect a new one anytime soon.
0: Yeah, which is nuts to me. I'm like, right, he dude. To crank that shit out like every week.
1: Well, yeah, I think he did. It was just one guy who did it though, so you're gonna remember. Like that's a lot. Yeah, to visualize. So, but on a whole though, what do you have? Any, what are your final thoughts? Um, you know about this? We already know your order one through four.
0: Yeah, literally, like release order one two three four. It's
1: same here for me. So.
0: Um. I don't know. Uh this is not
1: on the franchise as a whole. That. Yeah. Uh,
0: this isn't is overall like a pretty decent franchise in my opinion. So, I feel like they stopped when they should have stopped or they could have stopped at 3. I almost feel like they should have stopped at 3, but 4 wasn't horrible, it just wasn't necessarily a critters movie in my opinion. I'm glad that they stopped making them after 4 and they didn't continue on anymore cuz <laughs> it could have went right, like, real fucking bad. Yeah. And well,
1: I don't think there's going to be much funding for it though. But yeah. yeah,
0: which is fine. Like just stop. Stop. Right. I kind of feel like they should have stopped it too, you know, or just stopped after 3 and not have to take it into space, but whatever. I've seen worse franchises. Yeah. Obviously. So, and there are worse franchises out too that I have yet to see, I can guarantee it. Oh yeah, I'm
1: sure. There's I don't there's know. worse there's, movies that we so, just It's
0: it's like a thing in horror, like where like d- we just want to like overdo everything i feel like we just beat a dead horse like a million times where it's like oh we have a successful franchise so let's make 12 other fucking movies following it that are all going to be really loosely based from on the character i
1: feel like sometimes like depending on the crew or the producers they like enjoyed working on it so they want to do it again or it's like
0: and i get it and i understand like the mentality behind why yeah that happens feels like these
1: are passion movies for for them in a way like you know, like there was enough success and they always, they kind of wanted to just continue it.
0: They did keep two of the main actors. Right. Throughout all of the movies. Which right. Which is pretty cool. Even though Ugg's only in for like five seconds of the third one. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, they still kept one core actor from number one that went all the way to the four. And that's pretty unheard of in any franchises. Like, they don't really continue past like the second or third movie. Um, so I don't know. Like, they did overall a pretty good job. It's an enjoyable franchise for me it's you know it's one that i would watch again yeah if i had to i sure. guess like, that's not something you just am actively I willingly seek out? going to go watch it again probably not
1: right but you um, probably watch part one
0: yeah part i love part one i think part one's just a classic like i don't you know it's it's not one of my favorite movies personally but it's yeah it's one of the, it's up there like i said on last week like i like gremlins more than i like critters but yeah i don't like gremlins that much either so you know there's just something about... Like, I've
1: been wanting to watch Gremlins 1 and 2 now. Yeah. Just because of this movie, honestly. I, like, I,
0: I mean, and I like the Gremlins movies, but, yeah, again, it's just not my favorite thing. I don't like cute little little cute things or whatever. Like, I just want to kick them. Like, they, don't, <laughs> they don't freak me out. They don't scare me. Like,
1: I just think it's fun.
0: And, I mean, it is fun. And that's what I liked about when you suggested wanting to do this franchise. I was like, sweet, it'd be a fun one
1: yeah just, you know they yeah. just enjoy
0: it and you know you could you can thoroughly enjoy all of these movies not so much the fourth one the fourth one's a little dry but
1: i don't ever really remember being scared of the critters movies like no, know I, I was even when i
0: saw it when i was a kid i wasn't scared of it yeah so
1: but for me this is like a huge nostalgia trip for me uh i haven't seen parts three and four in like forever it feels like i feel like i did watch them semi recently but i definitely did not watch four like yeah. I don't remember 4. I haven't seen 4 since probably 90s, maybe like early 2000s. Right. Like so it's been a while. But it was really I I think I think all of these movies belong together in the franchise whether you like them or not like whoever you are listening you yeah, they whoever. All fit. I feel like they all work together, and and if you're a fan of Charlie and you've ever thought he was endearing in any form, it's like his the telling of him becoming a man or becoming a bounty hunter or whatever, you know, Not being watching. A drunk anymore. They called it calling watching somebody from innocent to you know like a. like a a man, a tainted man or whatever. So it's kind of an interesting but I found like there was, did you ever catch did you catch anything else in this movie? Like I remember Dominic Muir who wrote the original screenplay in the first one said that there was a western theme and they kept that true to every single one of them. They did it in part three when when Charlie disappears and does the classic like uh, lone man walks away and they thought he just left without saying goodbye or or getting any thanks even though he helped them all. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't want anything, so it was just part of the job. And that was kind of a very Western-y kind of thing, where he would just, like, walk off and disappear or something. Um, there was also the trope of um, strong women in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, you had D. Wallace in part one, and the sister who essentially raped Billy Zane. I mean, can you blame her, though? No. Huh? I'd, I'd rape Billy Zane. Huh? Am I right? So. <laughs>
0: I mean, I wouldn't rape him, but I'd touch his butt.
1: <laughs> I mean, not for me, but you, you get the point. But I'm just saying, like, it has some role reversal there. Yeah, part two, Megan, as she's the tough, hard-nosed reporter who, you know, kind of takes charge. She's, like, ready to take on the situation. You know what I mean? In part three, you have Annie, the lead, being in control and kicking ass, and the neighbor, Marsha, who I kept calling Sarah Connor. You know what I mean? Even though yeah. she kind of bumbled her way into the, you know, catching herself on fire. <laughs> she
0: was stuck outside the entire time. <laughs> Oh, my God! <laughs>
1: but well, then where you ha- she go <laughs> and you also have the lady the old lady mrs minich minich minis whatever i just don't know how to say that name uh, uh old lady mengees she's <laughs> got a bad Men-C's. case of the mengees <laughs> menses what is that period menstrual stretch <laughs> menstrual cycle jesus with the uh but she had that like the cleaver you know and then in part four you got angela bassett punching dudes like a beast And her living to the end. So it kind of broke a little bit of the tropes and, you know, did a little bit more than a lot of uh, 80s and 90s movies really gave uh, some some women or, you know, whatever. So I thought that was kind of interesting to point out. But another theme is, yeah, just the Charlie growing, like becoming stronger and more smart as he went on. Right. You know, not as bumbly by the fourth film.
0: He's not drunk anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, so for all you guys out there who are drinking right now (laughs) and thinking about changing. You can become a bounty hunter. <laughs> like, I mean, all it takes is... It's
0: like the guy with the mullet.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, you can be somebody. Like, you don't have to just drink your life away, man. Just uh get out there and follow the old Charlie method, you know? Get out there and kill some fucking crates! <laughs> but anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed our breakdowns of these movies and uh what we thought about them. Um, we probably be a little while before we do a franchise again. Um, but we probably will do like record like one through four. Uh, There's four of those? Yeah, four of them. Lord. Yeah. Um, so we'll do those in the future. We have done some of them in the past. I think we did one and two or something, or just two but we'll do them again later um in a few months or so but as a, just to remember we won't be back next week but when we do return the following week we will be back with the grave plots so expect to have uh your minds fucking blown with our goddamn genius uh <laughs> creations um if okay. you you don't know what grave plots is and you're just listening for the first time holy fuck what have you been missing go back and check out all the episodes of all the movies that we made up on the spot by pulling a name out of a hat all right thank you guys so much for coming by this week and uh, as always
0: stay weird monsters